0: Welcome to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. According to the Kazakhstan Gazette, this is the number one podcast in existence anywhere in the world, in any language or any format. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We talk about, two, uh, go ahead. They're the most trustworthy source in news. Yeah, the Kazakhstan Gazette, yeah. Don't you yes. read that every day? I 100%, mean, absolutely. Know, yeah, I totally don't even know if that actually exists. <laughs> And maybe. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the show here. We talk about 2 A stuff, freedom, whatever the heck we want to. We're dudes, uh, usually, most of the time. Sometimes we have some ladies on here. You know, sometimes there's some, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we've ever had any ambiguity on here. But, you know, hey, we are welcoming to all people as well. And all, nice young. all races and all alien planets that uh, you come from as long as you can get here in your starship uh, you sure
1: because i thought we were gonna protest when the aliens get announced no
0: if they uh, i'm trying to trick the aliens into oh i mean here, yeah you're welcome we to come here and we steal the spaceship
1: yeah you definitely are welcome <laughs> in my neighborhood
0: we will we will definitely not steal your spaceship and travel the world no we the universe the
1: known universe
0: yeah so listen let me let me do all this go to hankstrange.com sign up for the email list Lola works really hard on that. I'm actually coming from... You heard Babyface P there. I'm actually coming from Casa de la P. There you go. Which (laughs) I like that name. Um, So make sure you check out HankStrange.com. Look for Lola's deals on there. Also, we've got links to U.S. Law Shield. And you guys can check them out. They uh, hooked us up with this Florida gun law book. So if you're in Florida and you have any possibility of seeing me because I refuse to pay for shipping... I will hook you up with one of these if you, if you want one. <laughs> but you, you don't can realize them? shipping gets expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to pay to ship. And when I say I'm me, not, Lola. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't ship anything.
2: Is <laughs> yes. it paying for the shipping or going to the post office? I'm oh, not doing none of painful those. Painful
0: <laughs> experiences. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm not doing any of those. All right. Listen, let's get the show kicked off here. Uh, let me do, smash the opening scene right now. Welcome back to the All right, Situation. Welcome to the show. Make sure you subscribe, smash the the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. We have a new guest here for the first time. Smash Time's joining us. We do this thing called Jazz Hands. I don't know if you've seen it. I know. I know. I don't care how macho (laughs) you are. You have to do it. Let's see. Look at that. Smash Time doing the Jazz Hands. Hey. Awesome. Thank you very much. We also have Babyface P joining us. Uh, there he goes Uh, and of course myself and all of you out there big shout out to Walther Arms down there that you guys see for sponsoring us we appreciate them doing that Um, this hold on I gotta read this whole thing in here podcast number 751 smash time on YouTube and babyface P that's the show that's how we're gonna do it Um, so we've never met before right up until like 10 minutes ago yeah, we go way back. Right. Uh, 10, minutes. 10, Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten um, minutes. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for.
2: Oh man, I'm really glad to be here. I've over the last couple of weeks, I've become a huge fan of this podcast, and uh, and I told you before, you're probably the most eclectic person I've seen on YouTube in a long time. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> That's how because you know, trying you to know do it. one minute he's he's quoting uh, you know. Um, like shakespeare and then he's he's going <laughs> Next, on like it's old 90s gangster movies rap. <laughs> yeah it's old movies and then he's talking about old rap songs and then it's 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 all over the place and it's uh a crazy i kind of like oh okay. i can dig it
0: all right cool man thanks i appreciate that now how did we actually link up um i think i've seen um, you in the chat but i think i put a I think I put up a community post or something, right? You put a community post and you said, "Who
2: would you like to see me interview next?" or "What was your favorite interview from this last week?"
0: Right. And I right. put in there
2: um, Smash Times interview in two weeks from now.
0: Thanks, <laughs> <it's two weeks? laughs> You must be—you must have learned the secret. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey,
2: you have to put your put yourself out there. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was cool. I actually enjoyed that. I remember looking through it. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's funny, you know, and then I looked at the channel. I was like, oh, this guy seems cool. Looks like you're into cars and stuff like that. Let me see. I'm going to share your YouTube channel with the folks out there who don't know what we're talking about. I'll just pull up the YouTube channel and you guys can go over and subscribe at the same time while you're subscribing to Babyface P also on the YouTubes if you haven't do that. So there you go, Smash Time. Lola was saying the easiest way to find it is just uh, all caps, Smash Time. Um, Over here on this page that I'm showing, I'm not signed in, so I'm not subscribed there, but I I am subscribed to the channel. And it looks like you're into gun stuff, like you're talking about Eclectic, which sounds like HGTV. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When Lola and I looked at HGTV, that was her least favorite thing. She was like, you know... Every home is so eclectic, this is an eclectic home. But it's, it's not a bad word and it doesn't bother me, but it does look like you're into cars and guns and stuff like that, is that accurate?
2: Oh, 100%. I used to be really, well, I still am into cars and I would go to these car shows and I, I would take these very long uh, videos and I would edit it and cut it to music and spend 10, 15 hours on it and get like 100 views. So I was at Academy one day and uh, my wife called and she goes, what are you doing? I'm I'm an academy I'm buying ammo I'm standing in line she goes why do you make a dumb video about that and I did got like a thousand views (laughs) really I said hey that's a direction I need to go in
0: yeah (laughs) nothing is more frustrating than when your wife's sarcasm works I know oh I hear about it trust me (laughs) so she's like you see this is why you need to listen to me more Yeah. Uh, yeah except not in a deep voice like that well I don't know I don't want to make judgment. No, I okay, okay. <laughs> can't assume.
2: No, she stopped smoking cools years ago. It's oh. totally <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, so, so you kind of like fell accidentally. So your thing is doing searching for ammo. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, uh, originally it started out like that. And uh, because I would look around Houston. I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, and I would look around and I would wonder, like, is anybody finding ammo? And no channel was doing it that I could find. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man... I need to just do it. And then I did one video and I got such a positive response. There's so many people out there that that were in the same spot, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I fell on hard times in 2019. Well, yeah, twenty twenty. I fell on pretty hard times and I had to sell all but one or two guns and all of my ammo. Oh man, I know that feeling. And it was such a gut punch. And so I had to start over from scratch, and everyone's like, Well, why why didn't you prepare before? I'm like, you know, when it comes between putting food on the table for my kids and having all this 10 millimeter in the closet, you're going to sell the easy choice.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And it was just brutal for me. Now I got nine millimeter coming out of the ears. It's great. Mm -hmm. But I have a whole (laughs) network now. And, you know, we chat every day in Houston, we have Academy Sports and Outdoors Mm -hmm. and they have about 15 of them within the city limits. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's a two box limit, but they almost always have ammo Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So You can easily get a thousand rounds of nine millimeter in a week. Easily. Nice.
1: Are are prices still pretty good? Yeah. That's
2: about uh, $19 for a box of uh, uh, like Blazer nine millimeter. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not a bad price for 100 rounds, right? uh, Yeah, the Monarch is their store brand and they they do uh, 200 rounds for 64 bucks.
1: That's not a bad price.
2: No, not compared to what's out there.
1: I wish. I kind of wish we had an Academy local. It, the closest we have is one in Orlando, which is like two hours south. Um, wow. It's the only store that sells 545. They have their Monarch brand 545, and it's right. a pretty good ammo. I just – I have no other place of getting 545 other than online, so –
0: yeah. Uh well, I mean, you know, there's there is that and then also maybe every now and then we'll get some from Barnes. <laughs>
1: when those come in, I They'll
0: celebrate cuz I the trickle a couple <laughs>
1: rounds, it's like I got to hoard it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But 545 five is one of the difficult ones. Right. I mean, this is your oh. expertise. Do you see a lot of 545 five out there?
2: No. You don't. Not really. Yeah. Uh, there's a store called Camping World here in Houston. They have a lot of the oddball hunting calibers. They've had it a few times I've seen, but they have a one box limit so it's okay. almost a waste of time to wait go.
0: camping World yeah. sells uh ammo
2: yeah surprise
0: see the, yeah, i guess we're right. gonna have to try that don't we have a camping world pretty close somewhere off the highway somewhere on Not a, a lot of people know that yeah i, know. I, I didn't walked know that in
2: either. i walked in looking for campers and they had um pretty decent prices on guns hmm. and really? um they sell guns too At guns there.
0: up well, oh yeah maybe i wonder if this is just i it made might a video be, yeah, it might be texas <laughs>
2: yeah well i think texas you sell guns at like mini marts i mean it's just exactly
0: yeah yeah lola and i met into ran into some people coming back from shop show or something like that we ran into these guys on the plane one time we were switching planes in texas and the guy was a pharmacist like lola and also a gun dealer so he had a pharmacy and a gun shop in the in same one yeah i can't do you remember the name of that lola I can't remember the name. Someone out there in Texas it's will probably fun. tell us. It. That's yeah. funny to me. Yeah, I hope they're still in business. But at that time, yeah. So man, Texas has crazy. everything. Yeah, you could go and, and and go buy a you know like a car seat for your baby. <laughs> and baby car seat store also sells guns. Awesome.
2: Maybe you yeah. never know.
0: Yeah. yeah, you. I love that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah.
2: Have you guys had a chance to go to a Bucky's out
0: here? I've never I've been never to Bucky's. Yeah.
2: You've never heard of Bucky's? Well, let me tell I you guys that. I just heard about
0: Bucky's drive. So, when I drove to Texas a couple months ago, I saw a ton of Bucky's and I was like, what is this craziness? But it registered in my brain. I was like, why do people have these crazy beavers on stores? And then I was scared. <laughs> so, I didn't go into any of those places. And then someone told me, oh, Bucky's is awesome. Everyone has to go to Bucky's. Yeah, but that's Buckets is
2: like an event in Texas. So what it is, it's a giant gas station that doesn't allow semi-trucks. It's family mm-hmm. only. Okay. And okay. Uh, there's about 120 to 140 pumps at each one, and it you can go any time of the day, and it's always packed. And mm-hmm. the store itself is like a little mini Walmart. I mean, you can buy everything from a deer feeder to camping gear to <laughs> fishing gear. They have a whole wall of candy on one side. Oh, it's an event. Like, uh, I've people never come heard of this, but...
0: When we're in Texas, I'm gonna to have to go try one. Oh, but you don't have to go. Yeah. I saw recently there's one in Florida.
2: Yep, where they're opening one in Florida, and I think uh, Louisiana um, has one now. Alabama, I think,
0: Atlanta. I want, to say, I want to say it's Orlando in Florida. The Florida one, of course, it would be. I want to say it's Orlando. Um, I was, I was, because I was on the, driving somewhere as well, and I saw Bucky's 50 miles from here, but I had to get off the, and I almost. Went. You almost down, did it. I <laughs> almost went down there because I regretted after people told me you have to go into Bucky's. I didn't. Well, it's just such a bananas
2: big- when you go there, and it's it's just an event. Like uh, I have a lot of people when they they visit. You know, my sister came here from California. I'm a California mm-hmm. refugee, by the way. So when mm-hmm. she came here, she went to three Bucky's, not because she had to, just because she wanted to go to three different ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you okay. can go any time of the day and get a fresh brisket sandwich. Uh, they uh, make fudge there. What? They have a whole wall of beef jerky they make. What? This sounds wild. It's, it is. Trust cool. me, you're not going to lose weight going there.
0: Is it a family? <laughs> is it a family establishment? Is it owned? Like, well, that's what he said. One it's one no truck drivers. Them? It's it's all like family people. No, no, no. It's but, family
2: oriented, but uh, it's yeah. owned by two brothers. And I think you know they're big ranchers. They're big hunters. I don't okay. remember their the guy's name. I think his name is Bucky. Oh, okay. I don't know. Someone in the chat might know, but
0: I yeah. don't. As a badge of honor, we might have to make a road trip, Patrick, to Bucky's. Sounds cool. Yeah,
2: it's an event. I hope the one in Florida is like the one in Texas. The one in Texas, um, last I checked, also has in Katy, Texas, has the longest car wash in the United States.
0: Oh wow! Listen, in Florida, we just started getting Wawas and stuff like that. Really, I mean, there might have been Wawas for a while, but I never saw. Those are also gas stations. But they're all set up really nice and they have really nice food. And
1: I've seen that logo before. I had no idea what that little like bucktooth beaver logo was.
0: Yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's going to be the first one's opening in St.
0: Augustine. So it's actually not that far. Oh, St. Augustine. You're right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there you go. St. Augustine. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up and show people.
2: Oh, you definitely want to go to the grand opening.
0: Oh, so it's not open yet. Bucky's a popular. Uh, it
1: opened. Nope, it's already open. Open on February twenty second.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: so this is Bucky's, what a popular gas like. station that claims to have the world's cleanest bathrooms. Will open its first location in Florida later this month. Opened back in February. Fifty two thousand square foot location. That's massive.
2: Wait until you see the bathroom. So that the bathroom is spotless and the stalls are actual Florida ceiling twelve foot doors. Mm-hmm. Complete privacy and they're spotless all the time. Wait, hold you on. Just gotta you just got go in a
0: stall, it's 12 feet high. The, the door wonderful. is
2: there's no underneath, there's no light. I mean, you're in your own.
0: Oh, awesome. that sounds wonderful! Yeah,
2: and it's super clean. There's a, someone in there cleaning it nonstop the whole day.
0: Yeah, what kind of cleaning like, staff? That's what I was thinking. As a guy who in his life used to do housekeeping. Oh god, yeah, I've done a lot of different jobs. Housekeeping was one right. of them I did for a long time. Could you that's gotta but, be but crazy. It
1: it probably draws people like that are looking for a clean bathroom who don't necessarily want to
2: ruin women. the clean bathroom. W- mm-hmm. Women women lock there and they make everyone stop. Because if you're driving by a bucky's, you know that is the cleanest bathroom until the next <laughs> Bucky's. Oh.
0: So that's the thing. Like when I was driving, I didn't see that. They need to let, well, now that I know this, I'm gonna stop at every single one just to use, I'm just gonna go in there just to use the bathroom.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, plus you can get a brisket sandwich. Oh, they chop it fresh. It's amazing. Really? I just did a video on my channel of, of Bucky's. It's pretty. Does Bucky's have ammo? Not, uh, unfortunately, no. Oh, it should.
0: It should. Okay. Yeah, come on, Bucky's. <laughs> it should. You need to do smash time version of ammo. i mean if someone if someone's looking at your channel like i think it is i I think that's a cool thing how long did you say you've been like doing videos where you're running around looking at ammo how long have you been doing that
2: um i started in december
0: in december so a couple of months maybe five yeah
2: like five months so i but i only i did the car thing for about six months before that and Mm -hmm. got like 150 subscribers in that six months Mm -hmm. yeah it was a disaster But I love guns. You know, I I got into guns a little bit late being a Mm -hmm. California person. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just I love it. I'm I'm still kind of learning. So I'm in no way an expert. So please don't listen to anything I say about guns.
0: Yeah. I like videos of people running through stores. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here. But and so I'm into I'm into Hot Wheels cars. Don't judge me. Oh, man. Yes. Don't don't judge me, Patrick. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. But and I look at the videos of the dudes going in the stores, and buying Hot Wheels cars. So that's kind of like a thing of people going in stores, right? And getting yeah. Things.
2: I don't even I don't even buy Hot Wheels, but I watch them go and dig through those boxes looking for like collectors' editions. hmm yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. You know. So, um what's like? What's your background? You said you're from California, so you know I'm trying to figure yeah. out ethnicity and stuff like that. You know, I'm not trying to be um, rude about here. Why
2: does they come?
0: Oh, okay. All right. As the
2: driven snow. But I grew up in uh, Carson, Compton, California. Like i like right on the border of Carson and Compton. And okay. um, I grew up the ultra minority, but I thought it was great. I never really realized it until I went to San Pedro High School mm-hmm. for high school. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is where all the
0: white people went. This is crazy. <laughs> so wait, you're I a white was guy. But you, did, you go to, did you go to school in Compton?
2: Uh, I went to school in Carson. But it's, it's right on the border. It's just pretty much the same. So if you say Carson, nobody knows what you're talking about. But if okay. you say Compton. Yeah. But if you got a ticket, you went to Compton.
0: Oh, so <laughs> it's like so it's like if you live in New Jersey, everyone says they're from, there. Like, right. Um, from Newark. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Even though they're, they're, they're where they actually live in Jersey is not Newark. But they said they say it's Newark. Um, so it was t- like when when did you grow up in in that area? What well, eighties, nineties, eighties,
2: nineties. So I went to. I was in high school during the riots. That was a fun walk home. Okay. I remember look waking you, up telling my mom, I "Was like, I don't want to go to school today." She's like, "You're going," and it was look. I got jumped three times going home that yeah, day. Yeah, you like. I'm the one kid who should not. I'm go the, to the school only today. guy <laughs> that should call in sick today, Mom. She's like, "You're going. You're fine."
1: <laughs> Looking right. at the map of LA, it's like the cities are all just crunched together. Like the only mm-hmm. thing that separates them is right. roads, right? Like it because it all looks like a massive chunk of just Los Angeles.
2: It's all concrete, you know. It's <sighs> it's um, there's like in Texas, there, there's there's uh, a neighborhood, and there's trees, and then you have these mm-hmm. green belts and all this stuff where I grew I bet up. You don't was, miss the concrete. <laughs> no, so I back up. My house backs up to a preserve, and it's not the woods, but I call it the woods. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's not the woods. Like if there's deer in my backyard, that's the freaking woods, all right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's the woods.
0: <laughs> yeah so true. truth truth um by the way so the jew says uh carson watts south central englewood it's all the same it's all good that's just a little... englewood, englewood. yeah, yeah. um kiaski says uh god i hated hot wheels people when i worked at target all the time <laughs> it's in the back can you bring it out <laughs> oh, lola lola's loving that one she loves that guy that's right. hilarious yeah so, so. <laughs> Uh, Yeah. Um, So so we're talking about um, we're talking about that that area and growing up like that in the 80s. Was it like in the movies? Yes.
2: It calmed it calmed down quite a bit in late 90s. But in the 80s, it was just bananas. I mean, literally, I lived on a corner and I used to have to paint over the wall. So the city would drop off this dirty gray paint. So they would always graffiti on the wall. Mm-hmm. So I'd be out there in the morning doing, you know, I would try and do it as early as possible because it was at night. You know, I had um, some Samoans roll up on me and point a shotgun at my face, like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Man, I'm more scared of my mom than you guys are." So, mm-hmm. or, or, so it's mm-hmm. it so was just weird. But in the off '90s, paint for the people down. to
0: paint back over the graffiti, is that
2: right? Right. Oh, you can request to do it. it. Okay, they would do it, but with graffiti, if you paint over it right away, they'll stop writing on your wall. Because they want to see it. So if it's, it's oh. up for a week, they'll always write it. Then they'll cross it out. Someone else will write it. Mm-hmm. Cross it out. Someone else will write it. But if you paint over it immediately, eventually they'll just stop writing. Because they're like, wow, that guy always paints mm-hmm. his wall right away. So it's not worth their mm-hmm. time.
0: Yeah. Ah, you know? Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. It's also interesting about Samoan gangs. Yeah. I just heard about Samoan gangs. I never. Oh, that's knew. a thing? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds
1: terrifying cuz Samoans are big uh, Pacific Islanders, aren't they?
0: Yeah, correct.
2: Yeah, the rock.
1: Samoans are those big guys that, like that dude that uh, has a YouTube video of him climbing a tree and grabbing a coconut, barefoot with like no shirt on. Like they're big dudes.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe super religious, really cool people though. Samoans are actually pretty yeah. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But um, you find that you don't yeah. want to upset one. I lost two of those fights. You're doing really good till they grab you. And then it's over. You're just it's it's a wrap.
0: Yeah. I never knew that was a thing. Someone needs to make the movie about the Samoan gangs. And, you know, like you always saw the other the the other gang. So was it, you know, growing up in New York and obviously there was gangs and things like that and violence in New York growing up there, was it like in the movies? Was that every day or was that just sometimes, you know?
2: Well, I mean, you could tell who didn't belong in your neighborhood after Mm -hmm. a while. You can just look at somebody and goes, oh, he's not gonna make it out. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell. And then um, the Samoan gangs weren't really the the big deal because then you had the MS-13 moving in in the 80s and 90s, and they were taking over a lot of like the Latino gangs. And by the time 95 rolled around, nobody was talking smack to Latino gangs out there. They mm-hmm. just, they ran the gambit. Mm-hmm. So you had the black gangs, you had the Samoan gangs. Uh, and then you had like Cambodian gangs, Asian gangs. There mm-hmm. was a, there like, a big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There it's was a Cambodian thing. gang in Long Beach. That was, well, you, you got to figure you take uh, uh, somebody that's in Cambodia where life is very cheap and you put them in the mm-hmm. middle of a civilized society. I mean, they run it, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no problem for them to pull a trigger. So, uh, yeah, but it was just weird. You know, I mean, it's so funny. So a couple of years ago, I have an older daughter. She's 19. I go, Hey, we're going back to California. Keep your eyes forward. Don't talk any smack. Don't say nothing stupid. Cause I don't want to get beat up because you mouth off. Mm-hmm. So we're driving down Carson Boulevard and it's all gentrified. Now there's day spas, there's Manny Petties. there's <laughs> tea bars. And she goes, yeah, real tough dad, real tough. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, my friend got shot right here. Mm-hmm. She's like, whatever. There's like brand new condos everywhere. It's, it's yeah, that's it's really heavily invested
0: in that area. Yeah, that's happening if, uh, in New York also. Uh, since,
1: since I I got on that tangent real quick, if anybody wants to look it up, uh, do a Google search for the Polynesian Cultural Center. Uh, there's a Samoan guy that shows you how to like climb a tree using like roots that you tie around your ankles, and he just uh, uh, opens a coconut with his teeth. Yeah, he's all he's a hard dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, is he the one anyway. that does like the comedy routine? He does like a comedy routine with it.
1: Maybe I haven't seen that. All I all I've seen of him was him like climbing a coconut tree, pulling a coconut down, and then like ripping the bark off of the, the skin husk. of the coconut off with the his husk. teeth. Yeah, he husks, husk. he husks okay. it
0: with his teeth. Yeah, which is nuts. That's hardcore. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alaskan Ballistics gave us a super chat. Hold on, let me get the let me get the some kind of here we go party. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, Alaskan Ballistics. Uh, thanks, appreciate it. He says, um, I coach a bunch of Samoans in football. If you treat them right, they'll have your back no matter what. 100%. Yep, and Bob uh, Goodwin says uh, they did – so they did make a movie, I guess. It was called Once We Were Warriors. Huh. I mean that's that's what they were was was like
1: – they had they a are. warrior culture back
2: a thousand years oh, yeah. ago or
1: something, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, they they'd still – they still have that mm-hmm. mentality. It's mm-hmm. funny because they're ultra religious. You know, the majority of Mormons, huh. I mean more, majority of Samoans are Mormons mm-hmm. because they grew really? over there. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of Mormon churches have like mm-hmm. the one in Carson that was by my house had, you know, probably 70% were Samoan. Wow.
1: Wow.
2: And they
0: had the best <laughs> cookouts.
1: Aries Firearm says, I was eating coconuts yesterday. <laughs>
0: yeah, coconuts are delicious, by the way. I mean, I'm from the Caribbean. Wow. So coconut milk, you just chop the top off. <laughs> Co- it's called coconut water coconut milk come on what do you coconut mean coconut water, water. coconut, coconut milk. milk is a totally different thing that you cook with that's what you may use to make, like cook up rice and stuff yes. like that yeah the milk of the coconut but I've so, always called a coconut milk so when you go up those trees and get down a fresh coconut that water in there is freaking mm. awesome
2: mm. yeah uh, it's good for delicious. you too
0: yeah but the but the milk is kind of like the flesh of the coconut inside that's all like mashed up um into a kind of a thing
1: have have you ever and i don't know if i've talked about this before Mm -hmm. but hank have you ever had a sprouted coconut i I may not have talked about this it's a thing and i've never had one so you once the coconut goes to take root the water on the inside turns into a hard little ball um and supposedly has the flavor of coconut but the texture of like angel food cake so it is like a treat if you can find a, uh, a coconut that has sprouted and the inside mm. has turned into this little angel food cake ball. Uh, I've never had one, but I've wanted to for a long time.
0: Oh, I didn't even know such a thing existed. That I'm gonna yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, look I want to try it, it
1: next time. Yeah, yeah. Every time we go down to South Florida with Marley, I always want to try it. Yeah, we, I've never found one, but I want to try one.
0: Yeah, you got to
1: wait a little bit longer than when you normally would
0: pick them up. Yeah. You. Kathleen Music Lover says coconut milk come from a coconut cow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: uh, hilarious. Yeah, and Kiaski says they soak the flesh in water and drain it out. That's the milk, quote unquote. Um, oh, so you like... It's, it's you a like a little ju- bit more of pulp. The milk is a little bit more of like a pulp part of it, you know, or you can do different things with it to make um, different substances for cooking and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Um, you know, but they use coconut milk in a lot of different, um, a lot of different foods use coconut milk. And listen, I know I saw someone all mad because we're talking about different stuff. You've obviously never, never been to this this podcast. podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's funny when people troll me and they're like, Oh, this has gone downhill. I mean, these guys aren't even talking about guns. Uh, okay. You can only talk
2: about it so much.
0: Yeah. No, we are going to talk about guns, but we want to have a natural conversation here. This Uh, is literally my first time uh, meeting Smash Time. What's
1: up? Smash Time, I don't know if you know this name, but Andrew Faulkner says, Smash Time hitting the big time.
0: Oh, man. I don't know if he's a fan of yours. You know who he is,
1: but yeah. Uh,
2: I see some familiar names in there. (laughs) Yeah, Charlie.
1: Charlie. You know what's so great?
2: Since I started started doing this channel, I'm really big in building your personal network because usually gun people are very private and they go to – the academy and they don't talk to each other and they just stand mm-hmm. there in line they get their ammo and they go home no don't do that so i, I have gotten the best ammo deals from people bartering and trading and now i have a, a cell phone full of numbers and just connections i've met some of the best salt of the earth people standing in line at academy some great gun people because gun people are the best people
1: you know sure i i will say I gun people i think tend to be excuse me extremely private in their personal lives social lives correct but if you ever meet gun people at the range and you want to shoot one of their things most of them are like absolutely enjoy here's ammo here's everything have fun Mm
2: -hmm. well i don't know about the here's ammo nowadays but there's nowadays maybe not
1: it used to be (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got like three rounds i hope you like it
0: (laughs) no listen people still like that video i put up of what i call fun guns um you know uh in that video, and Aries Trey from Aries and his brother, they literally brought out not only machine guns but ammo. I mean, oh, you wow. can see his brother in the back there. While me and Trey, I think his brother did shoot some stuff, um, and his wife is also in that video. But yeah, he was just there loading, and I was like, "That's that's awesome nowadays." And I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I'm no, no way. Enjoy the awesomeness. Yeah. So um, everyone's asking me to ask you about your name and how you come up, how you came up with the name Smashed.
2: Oh, all right. That's not too long of a story. So my son, for his fifth birthday, he wanted to smash up a Hot Wheel. Sorry, Hank. Yeah. and I'm hating
0: this story already.
2: (laughs) So he's driving me crazy. He goes, Dad, I I go, no, you can't smash a perfectly good car. He goes, well, I have two of this
0: one. Mm
2: -hmm. And I go, okay. He goes, dad, it's my birthday. I want to smash a car. Okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. So we went outside. I made a video of him smashing up this Hot Wheel. And if you ever want to make a five-year-old boy the happiest in the whole world, let him take a hammer to a Hot Wheel. Mm -hmm. It is (laughs) the best. But unfortunately he wants to do it every day. So we had to kind of put the kibosh on that. But um, (laughs) so I put it up on YouTube as Smash Time and it was kind of just like a joke. Mm-hmm. And then when I started doing the car videos, I, I I was too lazy to think of a new name and then it just kinda stuck.
0: Yeah. No, but that's actually cool. I would have you should have just kept letting him smash stuff. I mean, the What's Inside family, um, their 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 videos are their channels pretty big, you know, the what's what's inside, where they cut everything open. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, you know? So you never know. You never know how that goes. You never know how that goes. Uh, yeah Eric, we'd all be
2: We'd all let our kids uh, review toys if we had known how big that was gonna be. Oh, I'll
0: take it any day. I don't even wanna be in front of the camera. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> you know, my kids love playing video games, but more mostly they love looking at other kids playing video games. By the way, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. mess around with my light while we're talking and doing stuff here. I'm gonna change the color. I have this uh He light can't just thing. let
1: let oh, yeah those let it sit.
0: Yeah, these are awesome. Babyface, he's jealous. He's jealous my, of my lighting
1: light. is great. I took, I hit two buttons. It turns on. Don't hate on it. me,
0: bro. Don't hate on me, bro. Perfect.
2: I'm, I'm still working on mine.
0: The, I'm just gonna change the color of it here. See if I could, because it's kind of like the the I'm the same complexion as the background. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm sitting in his dining room, and I'm the same complexion. You, I'm, not, you, in van you today. To I'm do, not in the background. What you need
1: to do, what you need to do, is instead of sitting with your back to the wall, sit the other way so the other wall is to your back and then use your camera to get depth of field and it'll it'll set you way far. Okay. And since you got the fancy um, cam set up now.
0: Yeah. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. Okay. You need to switch your whole table situation around in your living just room. Just sit on in the other room. side of the
1: table. <laughs>
0: it's, too much, it's too much trouble. It's too much. I can't, just the I other can't process the words coming out oh. of your mouth right now. <laughs> to switch it around. I like uh, this show. This is great. <laughs> um yeah even lola says that's too complicated
1: <laughs> uh joe john dose smash hot wheels with a nine millimeter you could set yeah. some hot wheels up and shoot yeah them.
0: i think that would have been cool to see you know even though i like hot wheels i don't mind uh destroying them blowing them up and stuff like that that would have been cool to see um well his so-
2: video is still on there i just took it i just uh made it private because i didn't know how youtube would take you know kids out there plus he wasn't wearing yeah. shoes and I could see the <laughs> comments now. And he wasn't wearing glasses, oh, safety no. glasses. And I I thought about it after the fact. I'm like, oh, not a very responsible parenting thing to do.
0: Yeah. But safety Nazis. Yeah. 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 You'll uh, hear about it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh we we hear all kinds of complaints about stuff. Uh DCG 44s wants to know what brand and model. So it is the bowling P1. Here's the back let me see if I don't know if you guys will even see that properly here. If I can get my hands on it. It's the Bowling P1. Uh, no, not. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> not getting any luck with this focusing on it at all. Uh, Lola, why is this thing not pointed at me? You never turned it back around. So anyway, the Bowling P1. Just take my word for it. I'll see if I could pull it up on... Uh, I'll see if I can pull it up on... You, uh, on my phone or something like that and show you the back side of it so um all right let's see what other see now i got thrown off yeah, because <laughs> yeah. don't move it
1: don't move wait. wait you're obsessing the you, damn
0: light. why are you moving that thing off. don't uh-oh don't move <laughs> it this podcast
2: goes off the rails so fast.
0: Lola, you're not allowed to touch uh, stuff without authorized prior. so quickly there there times. So just well, like I
2: mentioned before that Lola is what Filipinos call their grandma. So when you when I first yeah. saw you yelling at her or discussing loudly about don't <laughs> no, move my camera grandma. Lola? I'm like his grandma's helping him. That
0: that guy's <laughs> pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so uh Smash Time says uh your grandma is moving the camera around. Because his wife is, I got to explain this to Lola now. What? His wife is Filipino and Lola is grandma, which fits suits you perfectly.
2: (laughs) Great. She's going to, she's going to block me now
0: forever. (laughs) No, that's cool. I, I think I've heard that before. So, um, I know, I know a lot of Filipino people. So let me see. Um, I actually, here we go. I found this thing. I can show you guys what we're talking about here. So that way I'll get this out of my brain. And I think I Lola has these, huh?
1: Nothing, keep going.
0: The what showed off? <laughs> I said, you
1: have to show it off.
0: Yes, I got to show it off. So this is the Bowling P1. And Lola has great. this in our um, in our Amazon store if you guys want to see it. It's pretty awesome. You know, I think it works great. Babyface is very jealous. Mm, awesome, I cannot
1: moves. handle myself. I am so jealous of him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just frothing at the mouth right now. He was trying
0: to give me his crank,
1: so he can. You know. Oh yeah, in trade for that that little hundred dollar light. I was just.
0: You know what? Handle it. You know what BFP? I feel bad for you. I will let you trade me your crank. Um, we'll, we'll just, dis- we'll discuss it later. Okay. After the podcast, we'll discuss it. <laughs> See, we, now we've talked about gun stuff, so I don't want to hear anyone else complaining.
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny how, if you, if you go away from the formula, people complain so bad. It's like, mm-hmm. so for like my channel, I'm trying, you know, I love doing these ammo runs for me. It's really fun to hang out and meet. Like mm-hmm. today I met two new people just having a good time. hmm but I try to do some interviews and uh, I try to do like, uh, you know, a little podcast format. And then that's how I found your channel. Cause I'm like, does anybody else do this?
0: Mm-hmm. And I was like,
2: actually, yeah, he's been doing it for eons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, for uh, sure. did, you, did you watch the first podcast? Where's the ammo videos? Like, mm-hmm. You should
1: oh, ask man. Hank about his first podcast. It oh. was phenomenal.
0: Yeah, but the first episode one was what's the name of that guy Vada? Oh, I think Vada, Vada Consulting. You don't know? See, so you're from the new school of people doing this, No. Now, doing God. gun stuff, right? Va- so, so and could- which is not—that's not like I'm not saying that as a bad thing. This I love to see lots of different people coming into the gun world and doing stuff. But you might Vada. not have ever heard of Vada. That was the super tactical. So, if you whenever you get the chance, look
1: you. him up. This was this was yeah. a guy back in 2015, 2016. Vada. Who st- yeah, he swore. He was a trainer. He trains people, and he swore that the best way to approach a situation if you're pulled over by the police is to take your gun out of your holster, put it on your dash, and then put your hands at 12 and 2, <laughs> or uh, nine, 9 and 3, whatever, 10 and 2, mm-hmm. and let the cop know, oh, it's unloaded. It's on the dash. It's like, you, you should not be reaching for guns when the cop's coming up to your
2: window. No. no
1: uh, and then he's training that's people. That's a horrible he, idea. He's training people and he's showing them how to aim, I guess, or something. But he has an unloaded, I hope unloaded gun in their hands, pointing directly at his chest, showing them like, oh, yeah, this is the best way to do it. Then you can come up and take it. It's just
0: it's incredible never seen, It's to watch. V-O-D-A. If you look, if you look oh, him up, um, I don't it's know. It's incredible. Still, OK, now I got to go. Now we got to go. Do we, <laughs> <do> <laughs> See, we re- are we still really going to do this? oh my god that was the first episode he's gonna get Africa. so many views he's like oh crazy i got all these oh, views today it was a dumpster fire oh. i don't know if he's uh i don't know if he's still out there doing it let me see i know he was a meme for a long time
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah it's called uh official it's lucian black is <laughs> he the guy consultant. that
2: says you should carry the gun between your legs while you drive
0: Yes. yeah,
1: Same guy. Same guy. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's still out there. He's still out there, dude. Oh, doing God. His things, he's, he's
1: crazy. He's absolutely insane. That's such
0: a
2: bad idea. Uh,
1: everything oh, he says, some,
0: you just do the opposite. Uh, here's some stuff right here. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: See, this is the kind of stuff Joe Rogan loves to talk about, like the fake oh, martial geez. artist.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. So boy. he's still
1: out there making content?
0: Yeah more power Jesus. so here's the thing that happened obviously it's a brother right it's a black dude so um everyone figures like everyone starts when this all blew up and all the gun guys started putting it into memes and getting crazy that everyone's looking at me like what's up with your boy
2: oh you're automatically the spokesman now for yeah like, all yeah he's got to fill
0: in for black so, people funny enough i actually looked around and i like he was in my thing And I was like, hey, what's up? People want to know what's up with you. You want to uh, do this podcast with me? He was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it does actually work. It's like the nod, you know, the the, the black dude nod. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever accidentally gotten the black guy nod? Or maybe like the Latino guy nod or something. You might be able to. It's
2: like the elevator nod when there's five guys in the elevator and a very attractive woman comes in. They all look look at each other.
0: Side eye and you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the black guy nod, if people don't know, if people have never witnessed or experienced it, is when two black people pass each other like ships in the night. We go like that. No, oh,
1: the heads up. No, yeah, we used yeah. to do that. I got the heads yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I thought you meant good. a
0: real nod. No, yeah, the heads up, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> heads up, up for somebody. You're like, yeah. all right. So I guess it works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he says, "What do you mean, was uh, Voda is still teaching in the Charlotte area?" Oh, okay. Oh, That's from Razor JB. Shout out to Razor by the way. Is he really?
2: Um,
0: and Emma, Emma says, uh, "Voda is the goat. He is so skilled at shooting the ceiling at the range." <laughs> <laughs> you wonder. Have never range Always wonder where those holes come from. Now we know. <laughs> damn you guys always want to get it talk about guns
1: <laughs> Ray Pozzolo um, says Hank's Black and thought he was Italian
0: <laughs> who says that Ray Pozzolo did he train oh. the NFAC <laughs> yes oh god oh, no. that one
1: was hilarious When yeah oh, you you tap that gun you just cause oh. a fist fire somebody
2: just
0: died <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> Um, oh god. So let's see. And by the way, there are there are white people and all people of different color that do same craziness just oh, like the dear. guy who said fully automatic, fully semi. Fully
1: semi automatic, yes. yeah. If you want right. to pull it into fully semi automatic. And that was a general.
0: That was a general he, dude. Did you
1: see how he held? He held the gun with like the stock.
0: Oh, it was awful. Awful. Yeah. My f- the favorite one that always makes me laugh is there's a big there's a there's a white guy and I'm just being descriptive, uh, that like a big dude and he shoots a an AR-15. Have you ever seen that? And then he goes, yeah. <laughs> he oh yeah, I out. know what you're
1: talking
2: about. He, <laughs> he has, has like like a like breakdown. Mental... <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, what you're
0: talking about. That one. <laughs> or that
2: reporter, the reporter that shoots the gun and starts like crying oh, at PTSD God.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. The easiest gun you can fire.
2: Yeah. Or Man. vaccine water. Says it's as oh. heavy as 10 boxes.
1: <laughs> <Heaviest> 10 boxes. <laughs> I wish I had mean? never held it. <laughs> <laughs> 10 oh boxes God, of what? She's such an idiot. <laughs> how do these people, how do these people get elected? She's from, she got elected in your she's old Kelly. district, didn't she? Uh-huh. She's from that area. <laughs> er- she got elected in that area, right? Uh-huh. And then I lives across town in a mansion, supposedly.
2: So Texas, we have Sheila Jackson Lee, which oh is another oh, you heard. So no, I met no, her once thought... at a function, and oh. I went to shake her hand, and she did the palm out like, "Oh, oh get off your hand. Get like, out I'm of here!" I'm like, uh, "Who is this old lady?" She's like, "What Ugh.
0: I don't like about her, she's the one always trying to hug up on everyone that comes in. Like when they're doing the um, what what is it, the State of the Union, right?" Um, I don't think she tried to do it to Trump. So that that's, that's extra uh, points for Trump right there. But, but she like everyone that would come in there, even like, let's say when you had Bush, right. And she's not a Bush fan, but he was coming in to do state of the union. She did. She's all, she's all trying to hug. I'm like, yo, come can, can we have some decency? <laughs> right. You know, some consistency in, in your method. So yeah.
1: <laughs> they're all rec- they're, everybody's correcting me. It's not Maxine Waters. No, no, no. I'm saying in in California, in his old district, in Compton area. I thought Maxine yeah. Waters came from
0: that area. No, nobody wants to claim Maxine. Yeah, Waters. nobody <laughs> wants to claim her.
1: But the, but then she lives. She doesn't actually reside in the the trashy neighborhood. No, she lives across enough. town in the multi million dollar mansion with gates and guards.
2: Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, they never do. They never. Politicians oh, in general, they're yeah. all.
0: Yeah, yeah, let me see. Lola, Who's is that the one that wears something? funny hats?
1: Kathy Music Lover asks, Who's Kathy? the one that wears funny hats? I'm
0: gonna have to look this one I, I think I know, know. The, the face, but I, I, yeah, Brian Quick said, So Hank, Kevin Dixie, Colleon Noir, and Vada walk into a bar, <laughs> 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 and that's the punchline, I guess. That's, yeah, <laughs> um, only one of them is cool. If one, if wow. only one of them is cool. Two. Oh, between Kevin Dixie and Colio Noir, I don't know. You know, um, mm, Colio's you know gonna words. get mad. Isn't I'm gonna cool? have to say, I'm gonna have to say Noir, man. Me and Kevin Dixie, we are not cool. You know, Vada, I know he might be, he, he's he's probably cool, but uh, I'm definitely not cool. So I would definitely ah. give that to Noir, man. He's a, uh, he he's uh he's Coolio Smooth, man. That's on, on you know what set him
2: apart when he first started doing his review videos back in the olden days. Um, He had a big film film background. So Mm -hmm. he was really good with camera work. And that immediately set him apart, 100%. And I was following him. Years yeah. ago. Cole I always loved like
0: the words that Noir would use. And you know, the oh. expidality of the. He, not, Noir no, he is he good words. Noir, he's smart. He's, right. Koleon <laughs> drove me nuts
1: <laughs> when I first started watching YouTube because his exposition is just, it's too much. He's a lot. It's like, like reading he, a comic book. It's just too much exposition.
0: So I know what hmm. his motivations are. He, just like me, is a massive fan of Top Gear. Like old Top, not new. Not so that's, top gear uh, for me. okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's a big fan of top gear so he was doing all that stuff like jeremy clarkson you know and i think i think i think he's good at that i think he's great but he's he's just a really cool guy man he has a like a nice sense of cool and all that kind of stuff um you know I he, hope was on, he, he was on he was on fox first... news the other night too oh yeah noir is always on fox news he was I think on... he was on tucker carlson he was on tucker yeah, carlson he was on tucker carlson
1: yeah, yeah that's i remember well, seeing you didn't watch his house.
2: evolution or when he first started if you go back and watch his first videos where he had to edit 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 it's always j- jump cuts because mm-hmm. he was so nervous in front of the camera mm-hmm. to now yeah, look, he's funny. Like really smooth yeah. yeah he would cut 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 because i don't know if he was flubbing his lines or if that was his editing style but mm-hmm. in front of a camera now he's is an absolute pro but his, well, a, you can a watch lot of younger folks
0: a lot of younger folks cut everything out, right? Just because of the patience level. <laughs> yeah. Like I know for for my videos I would leave everything in and I still do I make little things here and there, but you know My yeah. brain
1: can't handle yeah, it. See your brain Hank knows yeah, that. That's
0: why I think he was doing that. And probably Ugh. why he was more successful um at doing that so i really like his car videos by the way he does really car, good car videos right. he's got cool guns i'm always jealous when he sh- when he's sitting in his gun room now i'm like why are you, why are you flexing on me man
2: i know i just took my very first handgun training here in houston texas mm-hmm. and, who'd you go uh, with uh craig craig performance shooting okay. and it's uh it's a big difference when you when you actually have real training because before i would just go to the range and shoot a bunch of boxes of ammo and kind of hit the target yeah mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. so um it was a really good training i had so much fun it was four hours it was a blast and it really improved my group mm-hmm. and uh, he goes man if you really want to shoot from a car we could do that i'm like really that would be a great video because <laughs> i think that'd be pretty sweet just like in la uh mm-hmm.
0: flashback just kidding <laughs> okay.
2: But i think that'd be kind of neat i was like that's good content shooting from a car sweet sign me up yeah
0: it is it is good um uh let me see i know um yeah there's several people that do that kind of stuff i saw someone doing a video on youtube where he's walking by a car shooting in the car um i've done some stuff shooting from in the car outside like out through the windshield and stuff like that to see what actually happens when you do all that? Um, That'd be very cool. Yeah, it is. It's all it's all good stuff. Um, but sometimes when you're in the training mode, you need to focus on the training over. This is one of the things. Like if you go training somewhere, what are you doing? Are you training, or are you, you know, trying to get video footage of that? And I think if you're getting more footage of the training, you're not getting. Fo- like I the think training. you should split. You should or not not split. You should choose one or the other. I'm here to train or I'm here to get footage you know
2: so when I was there I set up a GoPro a a regular camera and then um, I had a gimbal I would take out once in a while but I had three cameras and I I only got probably an hour worth of footage out of the you know four hours I was there but Mm -hmm. um, you're right you gotta concentrate on what you're there for plus you know it's not cheap you know this Mm -hmm. wasn't free so you gotta get what you get
0: yeah Um, so let me see uh I've got a there's a question I want to ask, but let's get this question from Emma. It says so real talk, how much do we have to endure of these insane left policies before we say enough is enough and do something? Where's the limit? So let's let's ask that question. Let's just throw that into the mix here. Where's the limit? Where's the line?
2: You want me to go first?
0: Yeah. You can go, go for ahead. it. Yeah.
2: Alright, so I talk to every time I, I talk to one of these vets or like my brother's a vet. And uh, where I talked to all these guys, ex-military, I'm like, so when is it time to step in and do something? You know, uh, when people are getting elected or not elected um, and they all say, oh, you'll know when it's time. Yeah, you'll know when it's time. I like, really? W- w- what time is it? Let me know what time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to know what time it is because it seems like all the stuff we went through last year could have been a couple of those times, that would have been great. Um, when is it? When they're marching down the street with tanks? I mean, it's just gonna be too late. So mm-hmm. I
0: don't okay. know. Um, I think that's a good answer. It's probably pretty close to my answer. Like, um, for me, the, the way I would usually answer this is if you look out the window and everyone else is not in uh, revolution or apocalypse mode, uh, you probably shouldn't be either. Now, does that mean that you pre- don't prepare for it? I think you should always be prepared for things. Yep. Um, but you have to live more in the now, like you were talking about earlier. You have to think more about your family and your kids now, and then prepare for things if things go wrong. But I'm not planning. I'm not planning on being the one that uh, that sparks the fire here, right? If if there's not enough other people out there that are mad enough about it to do something, then I'm just marching off to be that one guy that gets uh, rubbed out. And, you know, and then I'm no good to my family. So I think the right. ma- you have to see the pitchforks and the torches of the majority of people. And hopefully to me, it's, uh, you know, uh, voting or standing up and saying, hey, we're not taking this anymore. We're not going to accept this from you more than the shooting thing that a lot of people are thinking about. Because once we get into that, it's that's such a chaotic mode that no one can really predict what's coming out of that. You know, it, it is frustrating and aggravating um, to me that uh, with, with all the stuff going on, when um, I was in a barbershop this morning and we were talking about this, I, I had my barber pull up the Joe Rogan episode with Snowden and we're very early in that episode, Snowden is talking about how they basically made laws that most of us don't know about. Not even the politicians understand the laws that got enacted and things that are happening. Right, and that's really kind of uh, indicative of what's going on in America. We think there's a constitution. We hope there's a constitution. We talk about it. It's not there. At what point do we go? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna prove to you that there is a constitution, regardless of whatever, you know, crazy laws you guys made up and we're living by. So, um, I don't know if that answers it for anyone, Patrick. Did I give you enough time?
1: i don't know it's like porn you don't can't can't explain you can't everybody's gonna understand that reference though (laughs) the second i said it you can't describe it but you'll know when you see it Mm -hmm. um i don't have a good answer I, i definitely don't have a good answer um you you hopefully can exhaust all other possibilities before moving in that direction but if the powers that be keep pushing the way they're pushing I don't know what people are going to
0: do we'll wake up um, so M Ma said um, are people mad enough or what I'm asking um, or asking what I'm asking and don't know when to step in Um, I think just like we're all saying it's not a bad thing to look around and see what everyone else is doing in this case Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. Uh, let's like we're gun guys here, right? It, has to,
1: it, it would hmm. have to be a united front. You can't have solo people trying to uphold whatever. So, yeah, it needs to be... I wouldn't recommend
0: for one person out there, and I don't want that. It's part of the reason why we do this show and why we talk about fun things and not just guns all the time or the politics of... If something big and major is happening, we talk about it. Yesterday on the show, we had Vince uh, Sheffaloo, who's a former ATF agent. We spent the whole night talking about um, the ATF mostly and, and, and some other things going on around guns, right? Um, mm-hmm. So we do that stuff. When stuff comes out, when news comes out, there's big things happening there. We get into it. But I'm trying to help folks out there relax and unwind and have a, like kind of a sounding board, because if we and and I do see some uh, some there are some channels and some people out there who are making their bones by freaking everyone out and putting everyone into panic mode or putting a tremendous amount of pressure on people and i want the opposite i don't want someone out there to break and then go out on their own and do something bad that's just going to be used as an example of what's wrong with the gun guy it's like when i look at joe rogan and he talks about oh you know this gun guy just wants to get all these guns and kill people and shoot you know and he's talking about it like, dude, yeah, you, you, talk. I feel, you know, what if I started saying that about how much Rogan works out and does jiu-jitsu or whatever it is, and he likes to roll around with dudes, and what's up with a guy that just wants to roll around with dudes on a mat all the time,
2: right? Hey, jiu is awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> tr- I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's the same thing. Like, most gun guys, we're not getting those things so that we can use this sense of power over people, and we can't wait to kill people right. or anything like that. It's something that we think is cool. We like the way it's designed, the way it looks, the way it functions. You know, It's something that we could take and manipulate with our own hands and do stuff. Um, it's something we can use to defend ourselves, etc. Um, I don't th- think... Listen, there's probably someone out there who sees things that way. But most of us, these are not things that we're getting. And it's impossible. How many guns can you even handle at one time? So the idea of like, you know, what's that guy doing? Like you can only hold two guns and unless you, well, there's some people who can use their feet, I guess. So you can only do that, <laughs> but but there's nothing wrong with having a lot of guns because it's the same reason why someone has a lot of cars or a lot of shoes, right. a lot of whatever else it is out there. Um, but I just don't want to be that person that I'm going to build what I'm building off of pushing people to crack and break and do bad things we need to um it needs to be a bigger movement than that you know and more organized than that and i think probably the point as we're talking and thinking about it here is going to be when they actually try to roll out on people and take guns right i think that'll be the bench yeah that'll be that'll be when we'll find out and we'll see we'll Our communities get together and say, no, we're not allowing you to come into this community. And we're probably seeing a little bit of that or foreshadowing of that when you see states going, we will, you know, we will not uh, recognize any anti-gun laws or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know,
2: so in um, Houston, we had that freeze, you know, speaking to that point about getting organized in Houston, we had that freeze a few months ago well, two months ago. And we lost power for five days and during that power, the cell service was down, internet was down and you were basically blind. Mm -hmm. Unless you had a generator, you were completely Mm -hmm. blind to the outside world. So um, it got me to start looking into uh, like ham radios and all that stuff because, you know, what happens if they flip the switch, go door to door and then cut the internet off? And, you know, I, i left my tinfoil hat in the kitchen, but what happens if they just, you know, they can blind you pretty, pretty quick if the government wants Mm -hmm. to.
0: Mm-hmm. they can um the question is will it actually matter if they lock us so yes we do worry if we don't hear about those things but how really important is it like what do you really have to know about every day
2: well just getting organized with your neighbors
0: you yeah know? which that's something they really can't block us out from there's this old school thing that the egyptians yeah. did of actually talking to each other
2: yeah i've been um <laughs> not I've been semi preaching to a few of my neighbors, and then I got one into guns and and prepping pretty good. That's the cuckoo clock going off here in the background. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. You know, when when the show stops, but
0: yeah, you know, I've tried to get,
2: I try to preach to my neighbors, you know, and um, now they're all semi closet preppers. So Mm -hmm. it's it's people I have to worry about less. Mm -hmm. So I try and build up my own community, you know, and I'll help them as much as I can.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I think a lot of the old school ways are going to become more important because, yes, they can cut us off from social media. They can cut us off from things that for sure we're all, including me, kind of like plugged into or addicted to uh, however you want to say it. But the old school stuff of actually seeing people and talking to people and and getting out there and talking to your neighbors or if it's not your neighbors, you know, people who live somewhat in your community, Mm -hmm. there's a lot to be said for that. Um living basically out in the country versus living in the cities, you know, I I think is another big thing as well. Like I think if you're already in the country, it's more difficult you're already there. You're where everyone's gonna run to, versus if you're in the if you're in the cities and things degrade, it's gonna degrade really fast. Right? Yeah. And it, and it's gonna be like dog eat dog, it's gonna be like a rat race, you know, or the uh, the 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 barrel of crabs kind of a situation versus in the country. I see neighbors more like, Hey, are you, you know, what's up? Are you okay? You good? You know, we're going to, even if we don't now, we'll reach out and talk to each other. So, and people living in the country are already doing that. If you live, if you live in the country and you don't really know your neighbors, even if you have a big piece of property, then there's maybe you're super, you're super antisocial, at least wave to them. <laughs> at least say hi. Yeah. Um, uh, let me get this in from Razor JB. He says, the ones who talk about are the ones who won't do dick, basically, is what he's trying to put in there, the mm-hmm. ones who talk about stuff, the ones who won't do anything. Um, I'm
2: sure you guys run into it a lot, where someone says, oh, they'll take it out of my cold, dead hands. Mm-hmm. And I I think probably 70% of people will, if they come to your door, will just hand over everything. Because when they got their gun pointed at your little uh, kids or stuff, they'll just hear, take it all, get out of mm-hmm. my face. I know. There's a few crazy people out there, probably a couple thousand, that will just go guns blazing. But I think, a, unfortunately, I think a majority here will just hand everything over.
0: Yeah, Tools and Target says you'll never see any rolling out to come get your guns. In my opinion, um, he says they will try to force folks to hide them with their laws. Yep. Yeah,
2: I could. See I know. I know Tools. He's a solid guy. I and he will be cold. He'll be one of the cold dead hands people for sure.
0: mm Hmm. Um, I think it really, like once again, I think it's really where you're at. Look, the places that really want to try to roll out there and um, take guns, those people, you, you talked about it, California, New York, right? There's other places around the country where they're trying to do that. They're only effective, in part, taking those away from law-abiding people. Have you seen them try to roll up on gangs and take their guns?
2: Not successfully, no.
0: Yeah. So that that's the thing. I I would agree with the idea that they don't really want to actually start trying to do that in America. You don't want someone in Washington, D.C. deciding, oh, you know what, I think in Florida or Texas, we just pick a place in Texas. I think we're going to roll out, <laughs> you know, to Texas and try to take guns from, from out of the hands of people that haven't done anything, you know, that are not criminals yeah. and all that. I think... Um, even, even if they decide to do that, they might get away with that a couple of times, but that's not going to be a thing that uh, people will actually stand up and let happen. And that's where you'll see communities going, you can't even roll in here. And this is why we're seeing them coming up with ridiculous things that their idea of how we're going to solve stuff. Like, oh, we're going to go after these ghost yeah. guns because people are like, oh, my God, ghost guns? So like they're there but they're not there they don't really exist you have to exercise them. What are these ghost gun things? <laughs> you know that that crazy idea is something that people are like yes, I think they should definitely get rid of the ghost guns and we were talking about that last night with uh, Vincent Sheffalu and he was what you know he's he was in the ATF or worked in law enforcement for 36 years he said he never saw one of those he never confiscated those from anyone now maybe that's becoming more popular yeah. now and there's people doing things no. but
2: i have friends i, I grew up with mm-hmm. i have friends growing up and they would never do that um they're still on that side of the fence and they would mm-hmm. they would just go buy it off the street you know you can get a, a gun what pretty cheap mm-hmm.
0: yeah. If yeah you can get whatever you want yeah
1: you can get things that i mean you're already illegally buying a gun why not buy a full auto why not buy a short rifle? Well, the only people that follow those laws are us law-abiding citizens. It's not criminals. Mm-hmm. They don't care.
0: Correct. Yeah. Correct. And if we- I'm
1: going to go commit a crime and potentially kill somebody, what do I care if my shotgun barrel is 12 inches or 18 and a half inches? Like, I don't care.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Well,
2: it's easier to put it down your, your pants leg if it's shorter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the question is, how did, we move, how did the, they get to move away in America from talking about violent gangs and criminals? You know, and that being the issue to now it's some other boogeyman that's the issue and not what the what's the real problem out there. You know, for sure, there's people who are every now and then doing, uh, you know, these things, but nothing that they've set up. You know, recent things have happened. There's all kinds of things set up in those places. And it didn't stop. They set up. They didn't stop the guy. The
1: 1934 NFA did nothing. Do you think that your gangster – because that's what they were called, mobster, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it back then. Your Italian mob or whatever that was bootlegging and whatnot. Do you think they cared that there was a $200 tax on a machine gun? They'd just go buy whatever they wanted. They didn't care. Like, it didn't matter to anybody back then. Mm-hmm. No. It's, gun laws have never worked. They've never made sense. Because you're, you're penalizing the people who follow the law, not the people who are inherently going to break the laws.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, Night Train no. is a little fired up. He says, I don't care what the over-the-hill drunken nicotine-addicted ATF hobo said last night. <laughs> 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 you know, ATF needs that needs to be
1: his new nickname, ATF <laughs> hobo.
2: ATF hobo. He had a, a-, he had a very nice skillet.
1: He looked like a... Uh, he looked like a wrestler, like an old pro yeah. wrestler. He had a skull. Vince is like actually a, cool. I think he's cool. I, like I don't Vince. think he's – Yeah. I, 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 mm-hmm. yeah I, he I, yeah. lived a hard life. He lived a very hard <laughs> life.
2: He <It's> a <laughs> lot of <him>. miles. Being,
1: <laughs> being undercover with mobs and gangs and selling drugs yeah. and guns, like that's, that's a hard existence because you've got
0: to live it. You can't yeah. just pretend it. And you're talking about a guy that was a Marine – You know, he's got uh, he's got education, he's got degrees and stuff like that. But at the same time, he really was a bad boy, you know, and really blended in, especially with motorcycle gangs and all the stuff that they were into. Look, I think some of his biggest problems is like things that I don't agree with. But he's, you know, he's welcome to be his own person and not me is where he feels like, you know, the ATF is some holy sanctified thing. He's
1: he's a law enforcement yeah. officer, and he came from a time when uh, he you know came up in the ATF when he thought it was when it may have been something. Uh, it's like the uh, FBI. Positive. We talked about yeah, yeah. We talked about the oh, FBI the before. The FBI has never been a positive force in this mm-hmm. government. You look <laughs> back at their their history with um, uh, what's his name running it um, shit I can't think of his name. They've always been terrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there was I a time- did the
2: ATF to the branch Davidian. Massacre,
1: yeah. They did the branch Davidian, they did, they okay. caused Waco, they caused Ruby Ridge. Uh, I liked my favorite one to point out is back in the 1930s when prohibition was a thing or the 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to alcohol distillers that were making because you still had to make um grain alcohol that was used for industrial uses, and they told all of them that you need to put toxins in your grain alcohol so it can't be consumed. And they ended up killing like 25 or 30 people. 'cause they poisoned the grain alcohol, knowing damn well that people were gonna take it and drink it illegally. Mm-hmm. No. No oh, ATF has again has never been a
0: and holy so, and, power. and no one has you know who did someone go to jail for that? Mm. You
1: think the ATF agents in the thirties went to jail for poisoning people? No. You think ATF agents in the eighties went now. to jail for Ruby Ridge or in the nineties for Nope. Or both were in the nineties, Waco and Ruby Ridge.
0: What about in the zeros of uh, sending guns across the border?
1: You think anybody gave a rat's oh, ass yeah. about that?
0: Yeah, no. We, they we
1: killed, they literally, the ATF handed the guns that killed border agents. Nobody got in trouble for that.
0: No. Yeah, Fast um, They literally
1: process. gave them the guns that killed a border agent. Not yeah. a problem. No. And then they, didn't the Obama administration try to blame American gun owners as the problem? That's how the guns were getting across the border? Mm-hmm. Like they tried to play a whole switcheroo like, oh, they're getting them from the American gun owners, and then it's like, wait, wait, wait. You're, turns out your ATF is the ones that are selling them to cartels.
0: Yeah. yeah. But what do they even do to the Ameri- So Let's say there are people in America who do go places and buy guns illegally. A lot of times they find out mm-hmm. that's cops. Um, you know, and other people, obviously, right? Well, they, what do they do to those guys? <laughs> what, what have they done? And what did they, they do put, to the people in the put, ATF who allowed tens of thousands uh, of guns?
1: They put what's his name on thousands uh, of
0: guns to go across the border. They
1: put the glory hole guy on um, uh, and smash. If you don't know this one, have you heard the glory hole story?
2: No. Oh, I like glory boy. holes. Like, oh
1: boy! So there was an ATF agent in uh, Louisiana, uh, in New Orleans, who was caught with. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even make this up. He was caught with a glory hole in his uh, his ATF rented. Um, hotel room there was <laughs> there was a room in his hotel room you would walk in and there was like a plywood door covering part of it with a hole he was
2: literally oh, running that kind of glory hole he
1: was he was literally running a glory hole out of his hotel when he was supposed to be working on some sort of yeah i don't think you ATF knew what you were getting project.
0: into when you no and literal you.
1: literal oh, yeah. atf agent running a glory hole Sorry. And, and you can't make that up Sorry Hank. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not a problem. We talked, talked about, about, about it last night. Like, yeah, yeah, Chef, we good. talked about it last night, but it's yeah. like uh oh, you can't make that up. How could how could you come up with a story like
0: that? He should definitely never work um in in any federal agency again for sure. Um Yeah. He's still on payroll, you know, I think. Yeah.
2: No, Hank, the I did just, have a question for sure. you. Mhm. So my question was, I remember one of your podcasts, you guys were talking about um, the government buying up small manufacturers and then closing them down. Or just buying up small manufacturers and closing them down. Do you think they did that to Joe Rogan? They offered him a lot of money just to put him over on the side.
0: Did we say the government doing it or companies? Or just large
2: corporations. Yeah, okay yeah so you buy all these and then just kind of shut them down do you think they did that to joe because with, he um, lost a lot of viewers and they kind of put him on the side they, and they, he doesn't, they a lot of, i mean they with the amount of money he's
1: making almost. he probably doesn't care you know right he makes and, so know, much money like
2: to hank's point sure. he said they have more money than they know what to do with for like oh, yeah. george soros 100 million dollars yeah. is nothing
1: yeah so, it's possible. It's a
2: good conspiracy yeah, theory. We should I spread think, that around the internet. I like internet that see, one. Yeah. See I what comes up. Somewhere. That's a good one. Oil hat
0: somewhere. I'll yeah, no, it's a good one. I like it. So let me uh, pontificate on this for a second. Um, yes, I think what you were talking about, and I've seen this happen in the entertainment business where record labels would would uh, buy into the contracts or sign contracts with, with rival artists. Uh, most famously, this was done to Q-tip, right? who's one of the greatest rappers that ever lived. If you don't know Q-Tip, I don't know, whatever, we'll get into that some other time. But he was signed to a record deal, a big record deal. And then we never saw anything come out ever. And a, and a lot of times uh, they use that as a strategy to stop these guys from getting out there and doing things. And then basically when you had them on the contract, you can get them. So they're, they're maybe competing with your artist. When you buy into them, you can get them now to work for your artist and, there's all kinds of things you could do. So I think that that is a strategy and companies definitely do that. We see that in the social media business. Right. In Corporate all America's of been doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Kodak had basically had the fundamentals, the fundamental technology for digital cameras back in 1986, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they held off as long as they could putting that tech out because it was going to, uh, overtake their film business,
0: and they made um, it difficult so they, for other people to do it.
1: For other people to make to use that technology because they had right. the basic tech there, uh, and it took. Uh, I mean, it really honestly caused them to go under in the long run because mm-hmm. they they held on to film for so long, and then people were like, well, fuck, "I'm not, we're not using film anymore." And they, by that point, it was too late; they couldn't catch up. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, the no, companies, corporations do that all the time. They they buy things out just to shelve them. I think. So, do I know... The, the do, end of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know exactly True. what scene I'm talking about. They, yeah. they put the Holy Grail, not the Holy Grail, the uh, Ark of the Covenant in a box in a shelf and hide it away.
0: Yes. So, do <laughs> I... Do I'm not sure if that was done deliberately with Joe Rogan. I think Spotify um, had a lot of money on hand and they wanted to do something big. And they went after not just Joe Rogan. They actually made some deals with some other... Um, right entities out there in the podcasting world and all that kind of stuff. But I think where whether it was deliberate, because to me, I think you can divide everything or people into either, is this deliberate or accidental? So is it deliberate? I don't know. But the definitely, if it was accidental, the accidental part of it is they took a voice that everyone was looking at. So even as gun guys, and we're probably more on the conservative side, etc., we looked and we listened to Joe Rogan because he seemed like at least rational, willing to... To listen to the conversation, you know mm-hmm. he's had Noir on his show many times, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And so people were tuning in, and and it was mind bending. You could think about things and put things together. Too many people were paying attention to that, you know. Uh, the one person yeah. who could have Alex Jones on there and get millions and millions of views, and he for some reason took the money, right? And and went over there, and I think the accidental effect of that is basically he's being neutered at least our access to what he's doing was neutered but he's got the money and maybe as an older guy with a family you know and he wanted to get out of of um la get out of california and do all and and do all that kind of stuff it was i'm not saying it was a a bad move for him um but effectively i think that's what happened there right now it's He's going to pay a price for that, but I don't know if he really cares. I don't know if it it's really a, matters.
2: He's made a killing. What's it matter?
0: Yeah, I don't know if it yeah, really matters. He was to him. worth about eight or
2: nine million before you took that deal.
0: Really? Okay. Oh,
2: yeah. He was. A millionaire way before.
0: Yeah. No, I'm sure he's a millionaire. I would assume he had more than I would like if someone if you ask me, what do you think Joe Rogan was worth? He's not like a super A-list star, but he's a comedian and he works hard. He's always working. He's been doing the podcast. I was assuming he was at least making maybe like five million a year just from being on YouTube and having the podcast itself and all that. And then these guys came along and gave him the big lump sum uh, amount of money now it's not forever. The question is, if he goes the whole full five years, and then tries to come out of that contract and go do something else, will he be able to come back, or would if someone else have stepped? I don't know. Maybe Hank Strange stepped in to that posi- position, right? And and there's a whole bunch of other guys that have big podcasts out there. I don't even uh, like this is a little fledgling podcast, even though it's the best one. In the Kazakhstan By news told you. By Yes, by far. Um, I think I think everyone's going to pay for that. I think the audience is paying for it. I think um, he's paying for it because there's certain things they won't allow on Spotify, and then right. we don't have we don't have access to it. So, in in effect, it comes out to the same thing, whether it was accidental or deliberate. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The question is: Is anyone going to step into that spot and really? fill that spot of what joe rogan was doing what do you guys think about that i don't is, think so is he there anyone an else out there that could do that mm-hmm. i don't think so i mean honestly i don't have the star power to get you know uh any of those guests that he's that he's getting i well, okay one time i got noir on this show but oh you know. i
2: didn't watch that one
0: yeah, he's he was on the show one time, but you know you balance it out like Joe Rogan, <laughs> go on Joe Rogan, <laughs> go on Hank Strange, you know. Um, and I've gotten a lot of people in the gun world or whatever to come on the show, but I, you know I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't have access to the people that he does. That can... look when he had on the guy from Twitter, I think it was powerful. It, it helped oh, me yeah. to realize how evil Twitter was. <laughs>
2: Yeah, when Elon Musk smoked a joint, I, that blew me away. I was like, wow, that
0: was amazing. Yeah. So there's a guy who can get Musk to sit down and talk about things. He can have Alex Jones on. You know, I mean, come on, man. I think potentially if he really wanted to, I think that Rogan didn't really want to and there was already stuff going on. He could have had Trump come on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he asked
2: to be on. His, yeah. Trump's people asked. To, they reached out. They yeah. wanted him, I think, to fly to, to Washington. That's the rumor I heard. They want Rogan
0: to fly to Washington. Yeah, yeah. If didn't I was it. Trump, I would have gone to, I would have gone out to Rogan. That so, I don't know. See, see, that's where maybe Trump's ego or something got in the way. Because really, Rogan doesn't go out to anyone, and it, I, well, don't I think heard. it's a power play. But I think you know. he
2: mentioned it on his podcast that he said no. He didn't, he didn't want it. He didn't want him to come on.
0: Oh, okay. He didn't want him to. Yeah. Yeah. Even I though that think... would have been blockbuster ratings. It would have, but maybe people would say it's time to stop this guy. You know, this is maybe he's worried. Maybe he was worried about that. And maybe that's even why he took the payday, right? Because ultimately, you have to think about your family. And he's like, I'm going to take this payday. I'm going to get this money to take care of my kids going forward. Because at some point, they're going to muzzle me. And it is effectively what happened over... Um, I think with, um, look, I always thought when, and, and this might like kick up some controversy in the gun world. I always thought when Noir signed on with NRA, it was the worst thing. I always thought that.
2: I always thought it was a very good PR move for him.
0: I I think that yes, because he got a lot of the NRA machinery behind him and that helped, uh, amplify his, uh, you know his brand and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not saying he didn't suffer from it. He definitely got paid money, and he and he got he got a lot of good things. I think probably Noir came out on the better end of that deal than the NRA did. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm not saying you know, but I think it was a bad thing that he did it. I think if he would have just kept going in his own direction, he would have built something even bigger. And if you now I'm not saying you can't go back, right, we can't go back in time and change things. And I'm not saying to change it. But if you look at what he's doing now without them, when he came on the show here, he said that he found out that he wasn't with NRA TV the same way the rest of us did. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so they didn't. I think that once that I don't know if they communicate with him now or not. We haven't had him back on. But since he came out of that, he's. Being himself and who he is, he's been working really hard and still building things. And I think somehow they did control his voice when he was in there. He says that they didn't, and he can do his own thing. And we saw him right. kind of doing his own thing. But I really feel like, you know, whenever I talked about it, and I'm not him in his position, but whenever I talked about it and thought about it, I was like, man, you know, it's so tempting. But I don't know if I really would do that. I don't wanna do something where I can't walk away from it because it's so much money that I can't walk away from it. And my understanding of it is he was getting a million dollars a year. You right. know, that's a tough thing to walk away from and then there's there's all kinds of contracts and stuff involved in that. And I like the idea of being able to say whatever I wanna say. I've lost money because I've said whatever I wanted to say. I've lost support from people you know uh what's that yeah lola said
2: imagine you being a controversial character at all
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think lola said lots right Mm -hmm. yeah lola said lots but i feel good because i feel like hey this whole time i get to be me and say what i want to say about stuff
2: i gotta do a child welfare check real quick yeah
0: okay (laughs) so what do you think about that patrick the you know what did you think of i I know these are kind of like similar situations if someone if someone were to offer you a lot of money right now to have your own show, they're like, "I think you make the Hank Strange yeah, podcast." You'd be out.
1: I wouldn't be out, but I would definitely do my own show. Why? Why not?
0: You'll take the money.
1: I mean, there's no harm in it. If I'm if I get my own show where I can do it the hell I want, hell yeah, I would do it. Do you think so if somebody if, came if, to me and it said that they need to control my narrative, I don't know that I would do that. That's, yeah, but they that's always if, say
0: they don't want to control your narrative, right? Well, I mean, we, been, when we get, to, done that done point, stuff, when get to that point, we've done stuff where people told there. us, "Oh, we're not going to control your narrative." <laughs> <off like> that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the question is, like, they always say. I mean, I think Rogan said, "Oh, these guys are going to let me do whatever I want to do," and then he got caught saying, "Yeah, they didn't let me do this one, and this yeah. one, and this one, and this one." But then you're in the trap, right? Because you can't be the one to leave. If you leave, you lose the money. This is what happened to Dave Chappelle. You need you know, to have Dave it Chappelle in the contract. Took that big deal. Well, so what happened with Dave Chappelle at um, Comedy Channel is that he took this money and people think, Oh, they give you a hundred million straight up. So if Joe Rogan took that deal, people think, Oh, they gave him that money straight up. You know, um, the, the thing is, they don't give you that money, and if you walk away, you actually owe them money. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with If you, you sign that contract, away. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is how contracts are. When you're talking about well, people, big business no, no, people. No, 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 no. You know, this, this is, is not quantity. how
1: contracts are. This is how their contracts work.
0: Yeah. But they don't offer you $100 million unless they put things in there that ultimately- No, they're going to have stipulations. And,
1: and yeah. you have to choose whether you're all right with whatever stipulations are in there. I would- I would have a, a pro-freedom, I will find some lawyer that would help me make sure that I'm happy with the contract. And we would so, read over it. Very so good. someone's
0: going to pay you, and we'll, and, and we'll go to Smash Time to answer this as well. Someone's going to pay you a million dollars a year to go over to their thing. If they can write you a million dollar check, you don't think their lawyer is better than your lawyer?
1: Contracts are,
0: mm. contracts are
1: black and white. You need to... I I trust the contract if I if I'm happy with what I'm being served um then it it just it's all it's all depending on what it is if if the NRA came to me and said hey we want you to come work for us I'd probably say no to that I don't want to sell myself to that if uh some other companies out there and there are probably plenty of them wanted to work with me I would consider it depending on
0: how they are contract says
1: yeah it's it's all based on on what am I getting paid? Is it worth my time? Is it worth. Because mm-hmm. at some point you're selling out. Is it worth me your selling reputation.
0: out? To,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Is it worth me selling out to this company versus other things? There's a whole lot. So, that goes
0: so once you tell your wife, yeah. and, and Smash Math, you could, you could jump in here anywhere, but my point is this, and this is what I always thought. The minute I tell Lola, these people are going to give me a million dollars, no matter, it, no, first of all, if they're going to give you a million dollars, you don't have enough money already to have your lawyer go through like they've got more big bank takes little bank. I don't care what you think, this is how it works. Right? So no matter you how are you getting a better lawyer than their lawyer? But even if you get a good lawyer and your lawyer finds like you're saying the contract is plain. Your lawyer finds something in there and he's like, oh this is not good. They could do this to you. Okay. It's a million dollars. You already told your wife and they go, oh you don't like that? Well you know but we can uh you, you don't like a baby face, Pete? We'll go get, um, you know, uh, old man face, X. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would like to think that my integrity is worth more than money. But it's hard to say. It depends on Once what's situation. Once you tell your
0: wife about the million dollars a year. I
1: don't tell Marley about what I'm making <laughs> in certain
0: things. I, I, you so you messed up. It
2: has to be like $10 million.
1: $10 million is a lot of money. Yeah. There you
2: go. There
1: you that go. Is, that's where you start getting a million dollars a year. <laughs> oh, I'm not oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we just leveled 10, up. And <laughs> we're starting to talk like, what are we going to need to do here? <laughs> 20, I might go to prison. Oh, you're really getting crazy now.
0: Mm. Yeah. So what, right. do you, what do you think about this, Mesh Tom? Would you, you know? You know what's um, funny?
2: Since I'm such a new like YouTuber, I had a holster company reach out to me and say, hey, we want you to do this. And they sent me like a four-page addendum i'm like i'm not signing that <laughs> no, i'm new no. they're like you got, yeah. you can only review our holsters you can only do this no, sorry i was like man i'm i'm new i'm only a <laughs> couple months into this thing it's like i don't want to get locked down hell, hell no mm-hmm. are you gonna pay me no 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 i don't no, think so Oh, absolutely
0: not you got to a favorite
2: i always get made fun <laughs> of because i use those sticky holsters anyway
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we've got i've got a few sticky holsters see you got a ton of holsters yeah i got lots of different kinds of holsters um Mm -hmm. and i'll be honest with you guys like a lot of people that i do things with there is no contract there are some people there there are some businesses out there um you know that we we do stuff with and we have a technically a contract but i would encourage people to work with me on a one-off
1: basis that's what i Mm -hmm. say yeah. yeah that you just work one project fun. at a time. If you're unhappy with delivery of one of the projects, then we can go our separate ways.
2: Yeah. but Well, hey, that's another question since I'm brand new and I'm sure there's other YouTubers out there that have just started um, getting into this. Are there pitfalls I should look out for? Cause I'm pretty new and I have a few things I'm reviewing, you know, for companies that's cool that they sent me. I thought, Hey man, that's awesome. They're sending me stuff, but. Is there anything I should look out for and stay well, away I mean, from?
0: So just, just I'm going to answer that. But just to like end cap something that we're talking about here, for me, the biggest thing and I have these conversations with Lola, I don't get into things with people where whatever they so we've got people sponsoring this particular show. You know, Walter Arms is out there. Lots of other people that come and help us do this. I don't like to get into things with people where if something goes wrong and they need to walk away from me that I'm going to it's going to be the end of the world for me. So, obviously, right. it's tough, right? Because we need money to pay for the things around here and make it happen. But I don't want it to be an end of the world situation. And they're like, hey, if you don't do this or if you don't apologize or whatever, you know, where I'm like, oh, wait a second. I can't, you know, I can't do that. I, you know, I won't be able to pay my bills or, you know, this is too much oh. to lose. So, that's that's how I look at it. That way they can do their thing. You know, it might hurt a little bit, but I'm going to get over it.
1: One so. thing I found for me personally is, I don't like reviewing or working on things that I don't like. Mm -hmm. So if I think there's something out, if somebody gets in contact with me and says, Hey, I want you to review this and I think it's a terrible product or I just don't like it. I'll say no. I won't necessarily give them the reason that, Oh, your product Mm -hmm. sucks, but it's just like, it doesn't fit. (laughs) I don't like, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to put negativity out there necessarily. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go out there and be like, nah, fuck this thing. Don't buy this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there may be somebody who does like it or has a use for it but it's yeah.
0: just not me. Also, right. I think you so should go slow on things. Th- well, I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's up to you, but I would go slow on things. So building I think, relationships too. I, that's what's been good here. Huh? It's a lot and about building relationships.
1: has yeah. been really good.
0: Yeah, it's a lot right. about building relationships. I think I understand what Patrick is saying. If I really don't like something and I'm, and I'm talking to someone, I have to at least say to them, you know, I don't like this thing. Can you, if if we do this, can I help improve this thing? Is there Mm -hmm. something productive? Because I don't want to, I know what it is. Like there's dudes out there, there's men and women out there, right? Lola said she had a, uh, she she got a warning that she can't say there's dudes or guys. You got to, so that's why that's in my brain. But there's folks out there (laughs) that um, they, this is, they, they can't buy every gun in the world. I can't buy every gun no. in the world. But there's but there's people out there, if I push right. them towards buying a gun, which is really what I don't want to do, and they spend their last money on that, and it's a piece of crap, they are the ones who are going to take the loss for that. And I know that. I've already done that when I started doing this, and I didn't know anyone. And, you know, I had to go buy things and overpay for things, and, and then it didn't have that same value when I went to... Tr- so, for me, I, I function off of that. So... If a company is willing to try to make their thing better and own up to whatever they did and we can work on that and that's an opportunity for me to help make that thing better, I would go in that direction. But really the the relationship and taking your time and figuring out what's going on here is way more important than going, this is the most awesome thing in the world. Check this out. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I've decided to go more diplomatic with it because yeah, I do outside sales for a living. I've been doing it mm-hmm. twenty years, and instead of burning bridges, I'd review it, and if it sucked and I didn't like it, I just wouldn't post the video, and I would give yeah. it back. I'm like, hey, no harm, no foul, man, but mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I won't, yeah. I won't dog them out though publicly because that's just that's not cool.
0: Yeah, you know, and, I think,
2: the ahead. thing
1: that I found is if anybody asks me for my opinion, I will give it to you in a heartbeat. If somebody asks me, hey, what do you think about this grip? I'll be like, that thing sucks. But um, I'm more than willing to say I tried it. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, uh, exactly. But yeah,
0: I would have a little twist on that because I know lots of people do that where if they try out something and they don't like it, it doesn't go up on YouTube. Well, or it doesn't go out there in the world. I mm-hmm. think the problem with that is then it's going like there's going to be a reflection um, to, pe- to folks out there that everything that so you like everything you know and they may not understand that if you don't like things they're not you're not putting them out there and then that's why you don't see the thing so in other words read between the lines if you don't see something here then i don't like it well that's too complicated right they don't know like did you get it and you didn't like it or why is this thing so for that's a good for, yeah point. for me i would say like if you don't like something you don't have to tear it apart but you can still be honest or show what it was that happened with that particular thing. And it's up to, the, so if the company made it and they made that thing and it's like that and they're mad at you, then they just get mad at you. They don't deal with you anymore or whatever. And you put that thing out there. If they really care about their product, they can work with you to make that thing better. You know, and I think you find, like there's lots of things. I think um, there's been instances, for example, where there's companies where I like their products, but we're doing something with that gun, let's say, and something goes wrong. And we fix it like it and I leave it in the video or where we come across that thing and we're like, yeah, we had this problem with this and we leave it in there. And those companies make me like them more when they don't get mad at me. As a matter of fact, we had an instance where a company ran into that issue that we showed in the video somewhere and they're like, how did you guys deal with that again? And I mm-hmm. said, go, oh, look nice. the video. go look at the video at this point because that's how we dealt yeah. with it. <laughs> I remember know. exactly what product that is. And yeah. I still like
1: the gun. I had no problem with the gun. They just yeah. uh, it, one of the screws came loose and shipping, tri- and, and the, the lever, uh, the loading yeah. gate fell off. It yeah. fell in, into the action.
0: Yeah, mechanical things can go wrong. So what I'm saying is, like, I think that little bit of honesty helps everyone grow. If mm-hmm, the audience right. has an understanding of that, but then also you don't go, "This is the worst thing in the world." Like, you know what? I really. So, for example, um, you know, there's some guns that are not attractive. Why lie about it? You know, mm-hmm. I don't. The, I'll, I'll give you a straight up example. Uh, high points not attractive, mm, but they work. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: this yeah. is the thing that I try to tell that I try to tell people. Um, and and, and by the other other way, we not... actually uh, they actually help us put on this podcast. And I'm telling they, you um... that I don't think that what they are now hopefully the Yeet cannon is going to get a little bit more attractive. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> when it comes out. Um, yeah, but it's not. It's did, not an attractive gun.
1: It, like when I when I well the the carbine that I have has a cult following. People love that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't posted the pistol video yet. I might shoot that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot redo it. Cause I wasn't happy with how the first one turned out. Um, but the, like in the video, when I first shot the high point pistol that I have, I made a point of telling people, and, and again, I need to reshoot it, but whatever. Um, not everybody can afford a $500 clock. Not everybody's on that budget. 250 bucks sometimes is a lot of money for people. Mm-hmm. So yeah my my point when i did the video was like if that's all you got pennywise will this work for you and i had good results with the pistol i've had people say otherwise but personally my experience with the one and i just got an off-the-shelf gun it wasn't mm-hmm. fancy and it worked fine so yeah
0: my high point pistol is used i bought it for like less than 100 bucks and yeah. it works and I, and I did have some me. issues with it because I try to clean it and take it apart and all the springs. Popped oh, they're out. not fun to do. And High Point sent it to me, <laughs> but they I it meter once and it was weird. Oh, yeah, but they sent me yeah. the parts. So here's the thing: like, let's be honest about what it is and let people know, like, hey, this is not the most attractive gun. Looks like probably like a hair dryer. You know, it's a big bulky <laughs> gun, but it works. It functions, and it's affordable, <laughs> and it's better for you to have a gun that works. Than no gun because you're waiting to get. And look, I'll be honest with you, there's folks out there in this gun world that if you have a Glock, they think that's a poor man's gun. So someone's gonna <laughs> say, oh, the high point's a poor man's gun. Then to someone like, else, the Glock is a poor man's gun. And to someone yeah. else, you know, uh, give me one of those uh, real fancy guns out there, you know, they're gonna be, oh, that's a that's that's more expensive. They're gonna go, oh, that's a Poor this like a Cabot guns 1911 is an expensive 1911 entry point I think thirty five hundred dollars right or five thousand dollars for a 1911 and I spoke to a 1911 and we've had them on the show they are phenomenal guns I've actually shot so has, so has Babyface mm-hmm. it feels guns. good in the
1: hand yeah oh, it feels good in hand
0: I would drop five thousand dollars and buy uh a Cabot if I had guns. the money
1: I would I would own one I I yes. just have never wanted to spend that kind of money on a gun like that. But if I had um, the money, oh, I would own one in a heartbeat.
0: Here's the thing. I met – so I went out to an event. Actually, it was like something uh, – Steven Seagal was at this thing, that the, like a barbecue or something I went to. And I was <clears> hanging <throat> out there with the guy who makes like 1911s for Steven, Steven Seagal and other dudes. And I was telling him like – I was. he told me he makes 1911s. I'm complaining to him how people got mad because the Cabot Guns is too expensive. And he goes, you know what? Those are cheap guns because my guns start like at $40,000 and I have to even like you to make a gun for you. So you can't, even if you have the money, you can't. And this is the thing about the world. So for me, my mission is to be honest with people out there, to be honest with manufacturers, to be honest with the people, to be honest with myself. And I think that's more of a powerful thing than us just showing people, this is awesome. This is all just Mm -hmm. the good stuff and it doesn't... You know, things don't go wrong or whatever. We've had, you know, we've had things go wrong for different reasons with companies that we do stuff with and ones that we don't. And, um, you know, I think the people, if they're really into buying these guns and you tell them the truth, they'll find out that that was the truth and they'll appreciate you for, for you telling them that. And it won't stop them from getting a gun that you may think it's terrible.
2: Right. I mean I've bought guns and people said they were horrible. I, said, nah, I like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I bought
2: I a Rock Island Armory nineteen eleven and I thought it ran flawlessly. I mean it, it, <laughs> finish was a little rough. <laughs> and that's yeah, a you're in No
1: Field's nineteen eleven. Yeah.
2: That's a run. poor man's nineteen eleven, yeah. I guess you would call it. But and I loved yeah. it. I fired the heck out of that thing. It was great. Mm-hmm.
0: You can also uh you can hone it down, right? I
2: think I cut oh, my slide though. <laughs> you cut one. um I think I cut my finger on the slide though. The oh. edges are very sharp.
1: Yeah, they don't they don't yeah. cut
2: you
0: gotta when, do your own. When I say,
2: when I say <laughs> right. cutting corners in 1911, they <laughs> don't finish. they don't edge that's a ninety-nine percent gun. You gotta yeah. finish the last one percent at home. Yes. <laughs> that's
1: true. I mean, really the difference between a cabot guns and a rock island armory gun is uh that nine that one percent that takes 40 man hours to do is yeah. really the difference in the two.
0: Yeah, that's a massive. I mean, so first of all, Cabot gun is made from one piece of steel and yeah, everything fits yeah. together like, yep, it's like they a made, samurai sword master major gun. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. It's, it's cool, it's yeah. really cool. The slide is like glass,
1: it, it, is, it feels like it's on ball bearings. It's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah,
2: so like what's I haven't. A, a, have what's call. a that good version of that? Cool. What's a what? What's like a good price point for like one of those Cabot guns? Like around seven, eight thousand dollars?
0: You can get no. A you can one. get a. Can get entry level thirty five hundred.
1: dollars that, but that's the other company. That's not Cabot. That was their sister or their daughter company, whatever they call it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, I, I think, Cabot, an incredible bargain. I think Cabot has thirty five hundred. Let me let's look at Dude, their thing right now.
1: I thought it, it was. I thought Cabot started like five, and then they had that other company that started at like twenty five or thirty five. And those they're not quite as hand polished but they wow. still have that feel and they are incredible machines. Mm-hmm. And that was unbelievable. It just, everything that you don't like, I took picked it up. Cause I, again, I own a series 70 Colt, which is a, it's a rattle gun. It, every time you pull the trigger, it works, but the spring goes quick, <laughs> like when you run it and right. it's, it, it's not smooth. Um, but when you touch that cabinet, every line is like polished on it. All the edges are chamfered in the bird. Like everything is perfect. It's, it's a, it's cool shooting one.
2: And I'm I was a huge have to check naysayer. When, I'm definitely uh, going to have to check that out because like yeah, I said, I'm, you, I'm still pretty new to the gun scene and uh, I'm definitely, to. I don't know if I can ever afford pieces. one of those,
0: but. They're They're totally out. art pieces. Yeah, I think you would just take your time. So, okay, the national standard. Here, let me see if I can just roll this in while we're talking about it. So this is Cabot wow. Gun's website. The national standard is $3,995. I mean, $4,000 gun? That's a beautiful but that's gun attainable. right there. It's yeah. attainable.
1: That's one of those things that if you got to have a, a high in 1911, Yeah,
0: oh. you know, there's three you or four guns money. you can't buy when you buy it, but it's, you're going to be like... But you can put that, that money aside and get it. Yeah, and, and that doesn't have to be a safe queen. Mm-mm, no, you yeah. need to shoot those. Yeah, so I think that's probably the you know, um, that's probably the entry level for them. As Patrick was saying, because I see we're going up mm-hmm. a little bit here. They go up to millions. Four gotta... two ninety five. Four two ninety wow. five. Four. The Nero is the Nero's nice, and that's that's four, sweet. Yeah, uh, gentlemen's carry. Okay, this is what I like right here. This icon, I just like the super simplicity of this gun. Oh yeah, you know. Oh wow, so that that's is. Five sweet. Grand. I, I mean, still... Lola can save and buy me this, without a doubt. And I <laughs> gotta be, get rid of a car.
1: Would you trade out a car for one of those?
0: Uh, no, I
1: can't
2: have. It <laughs> <all>. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I believe I can. Oh, have what it do you all. drive? <laughs> what's what's your uh, what kind of cars are you into?
0: Yeah, we haven't got cars at all. Yeah, Hank is yeah, a car let's, guy. Let's, Yeah, let's talk
1: cars. Um, Ink is a huge car guy. I'm I'm less of a car guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I think you're a little you're you're a car guy. You grew grew up definitely grew up a car guy. guy. Yeah, you. But so so right now, my daily driver is a van, a Class B van, camper van. It's mine is a is a um, Coachman Beyond, which is built on a Ford Transit. You know the Ford Transit vans work vans is built on that that's pretty much what i drive every day it's all-wheel drive twin turbo v6 Uh, my other car is like a volkswagen i like to say but it's an audi r8 oh those are nice yeah v10 audi r8 so oh it's a v10 yeah you know I like. they have the best
2: resale value those cars really hold their value
0: yeah oh yeah i love it it's my second one that i've had i started out with like the 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 second gen and this one that i have now is a first gen which is a little bit more analog, and then I, then I put, you know, tech stuff in it because Volkswagen Group is terrible when it comes to software. I think um, this is something I've learned about the Volkswagen Group. They're really good at engineering and building really high-quality cars, but software stuff like their um, navigation systems and things like that are facada. You know, or, uh, hopefully I said that right uh someone who's italian out there will let me know so yeah that's um you know that's that's like what i have that's what i'm into oh those are what do great you have?
2: i got a nissan ultima
0: okay Ooh, no that's,
2: it's a i have yeah, a, that's a, a, a nissan G-
0: yeah it's a, a GTR. gtr i see in that thing i was about yeah. to say man don't try to play me
2: <laughs> yeah so you know last year when i hit that rough patch i mean i was down to my last two guns and the gtr is next on the chopping block
0: Mm. And I actually pre-paid months of that.
2: Oh, I know, <laughs> so I was like, "Man, what do I do?" I was like, "I need to get a job because I can't let that car go." And uh, man, it's it's so much fun. GTR is awesome.
0: I've always wanted one, man. All wheel drive. Uh, yeah, all wheel drive. And it's, Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh,
2: it makes you a better. It makes you think you're a better driver.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's hard.
2: It's. Have you ever shot like a really high end long distance rifle? Which is like You're like oh man
1: I can shoot great yeah <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a that's how the GTR
2: is it, yeah. it makes yeah. even a, a dummy a good driver yeah.
0: mm-hmm. and
2: it's uh, it's just so much fun I smile every time I drive it
0: and that's I drive an it
2: all one. the time.
0: That's an iconic. What do you, what is it in like some gen? I'm I'm not deep enough into the GTRs to know what gens are. It's
2: the newest cool. generation, so it's an R35. Okay, so the R34 is the one in Japan. Everyone's still trying to get. Then you have um, 33s and 32s that Yeah, are, those are the classics. Now.
0: Those are the classic ones, right? Right, right. Yeah. So do you have but it sipped up? I mean, I think A you tiny get those bit. over 1,000 horsepower. Uh, well, horsepower? the problem
2: with the GTR is there's, there's, there's steps. So if you buy the car, and if you invest about $9,000 into it, you can get it up to like 670, 660 horsepower. Mine's at 661.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the next step okay. up,
2: the next step up is where it gets super expensive. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't go any higher than that without, you know, a $20,000 transmission
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then the engine work and then you have to upgrade everything. So the next step up is about fifty five to $60,000 more. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine where I'm at. I'm, I'm good. I bought it with those mods already. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to tinker with it at all. I just did cosmetic stuff to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad, though. Six hundred plus horsepower with all wheel drive is better than like eight nine hundred horsepower rear wheel drive. But you know, uh, everyone you
2: know, wants the ratio uh, on yeah. the freeway.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Patrick would argue that. Patrick's a Mustang guy. I don't know. You know, I I have a twenty
1: eighteen Mustang uh, two point three liter EcoBoost, and I'm very happy with my car.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I have that same motor in my van.
1: Uh no, you have no no no, you have the truck
0: engine. You have a dual Oh, I got the bigger engine. one, the bigger one. Yeah, you have the one that's yeah. in the the Ford uh F150. Oh, yeah, in the in the Raptor.
2: So yes, since you're a Mustang possible. guy, mm-hmm. what do you think about that Mustang SUV they have?
0: Oh, why that? are you starting?
2: <laughs> what do, uh, I didn't hear that. I, I missed the whole What do you think about that Mustang SUV? I, don't they have like I, a Mustang? I, SUV?
1: That's a Excuse me, I the, it just went it just went past me. Just I can't even hear what you're saying because it doesn't exist in my brain. It's just, oh, it's not that bad.
0: Yeah. It's not a Mustang. <laughs> the, the Mach-E you're talking about, it looks good. Right.
1: I don't even – listen, I hear I hear Chinese coming out of both of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is wah
0: Listen. That's I, all I hear. You guys sound like Charlie Brown uh, teachers right now. It's a good-looking crossover. People like Patrick, who are diehard Mustang dudes, don't feel <laughs> it deserves a Mustang badge, right? Is that what you're? probably He could
1: have done anything else with it. I don't know why they had
2: to. Oh, so he's hardcore uh, Mustang. Oh yeah,
1: it's a sports car. It's not a crossover. Oh, God. Can I say Ugh. something?
0: I think Patrick has heard me say this before. Must the Mustang design is one of the best looking designs in the world right now. The way that the, the Mustang current Mustang, Mustang. Yes. I like it. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with mine. It's incredibly good looking. If you look at that, I think it's the BMW one of the eight, like M8 or something like that. It looks like a Mustang. To, they should be sued. He basically stole the look mm. of a Mustang. It, it if you look at has it has the, the
1: same car. look, but what a hundred grand or something for it? It's, it's expensive. More expensive, yeah. yeah. It's all-wheel yeah. drive.
0: That's <laughs> what the Mustang is missing. I think Mustangs need to be all-wheel drive.
1: So, Smash, if you don't know, Hank is obsessed with all-wheel drive. He <laughs> wants every car, everything he owns, to have all-wheel or four-wheel drive. One of the two. Yeah, baby.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Oh. You know, uh, and uh, My inspired. wife is actually looking at a Subaru right now because they're all all-wheel drive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah but Hank would be on board.
2: You know, it rains a lot in, in Texas. So all wheel drive really comes in handy.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you got the weather, it makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, you know, so
2: you're um, a Mustang guy. That's funny. I like going to Mustang meets because at the end, when everyone's pulling out, there's someone's going to crash or <laughs>
1: have out. you seen the videos? They make, they make uh, oh God, they make Mustang owners look like jackasses. Cause there's always there. You, you can, for anybody watching that doesn't know, you can go on YouTube right now and look for like Mustang crashes and there are tons of videos of people like, squealing their tires, coming out of a meet, and then like fishtailing and running into a tree. Mm-hmm. It's really funny.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corvettes too. Corvettes, Mustangs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ray Bozzolo says the Mustang, the Mach-E is a Mustang. 50 Ford guy here. So, there you go. Um, you know. I, listen, I think Mustangs are cool, but they need all-wheel drive, man. This is what Mustangs are missing um i i had a challenger it's so what challengers are missing they're not all wheel drive it's what was wrong with a hellcat you know or the red eye that's out there and that's your dad, what, your, dad no. a, your dad has See, a red what's, what's your dad has that's dad's what car? uh
1: he has a hellcat red eye uh, mm-hmm. yeah he's got a hellcat red eye 2020 no 2019 hellcat red eye mm-hmm. um but you gotta remember that target market is not the European sports car type of person that would have all wheel drive. No, your dad. The target just market wants to for that
0: cruise. Is, he, right.
1: he, no, 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 no. You, it's for people that want to squeal the tires, and that's what you have. You can't have all wheel drive How if you want to just chirp.
0: Papa P squeal those tires. Has it since since uh, COVID? I, can, I don't think he's driven it once.
2: I think he's still got four hundred miles. I can. Oh wow. I can chirp tires all the way through fifth gear. <laughs> But they won't like burn out. But
1: oh, he the, that thing you can you can very basically take the tires right off of it if you're
0: not careful. I am that not, thing is I oh. am not uh I'm not trying to diss uh Papa P here at all. <laughs> he won't he, take it in rain because he's worried about
1: he's worried about the rain getting it dirty. He doesn't want to have to keep cleaning it. This is it. a true
0: uh, muscle when, car when, dude
1: <laughs> after so COVID came out and. He wasn't worried about COVID so much as when uh, last summer when all the rioting happened. He was like, "I don't want to go run people over. Like, what if somebody comes up and starts hitting on my car? I'm gonna have to run them over." I'm like, <laughs> "Where are you driving? Are you driving in the hood with your car? Like what? Are
2: you no, no That's that happened happen. to me. You got I people just riding GTR, in front of you? No, I had just had the GTR wrapped red, and this guy's like, "Hey man, i want to come shoot the car. Meet me downtown Houston." Okay, cool. So I'm sitting in front of the CVS and all of a sudden this huge group of like 50 guys go no. running past and one stops and looks at me. I'm like, oh man, I'm in that's, the, what that, day is it? start up. We got to go. <laughs> and uh, the I know I was like, we got to go, man. Because yeah. city hall was right next door and they were like burning it down or something. They were protesting. Oh, and God. I was like, oh man, I just yep. got it wrapped. I don't want to get it trashed. Mm-hmm. I
0: get murdered. So I was like, yeah, it's time mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't come after you though, right? No,
2: but the one guy stopped and he was staring at me. I was like, uh, "Yeah, I got to go this I'm way.
0: In the, I'm in the so, wrong neighborhood. I, I don't care go. what <laughs> car I'm driving and how much I love that car. You try to come get me, you're gonna get a piece of that car. That car. Well, Florida didn't be- yeah. they make
2: it legal now where you can run people over?
0: Yeah, we just. Yeah, but go that doesn't Santa's- mean that's what we want to do. Let's not, you know. I mean, if it's, it's just if passive this is life. not the run-you-over well, state. Yeah, I'm <laughs> running somebody over.
1: If somebody's trying to beat my windows in, you're either getting run over or you're getting some hot lead. Like,
0: yeah. one of the two. I think it's protection of, it's like, it's along the lines of stand your ground, which people think is a bad mm-hmm. thing, and people think everyone in Florida gets killed by, like, we're all in shootouts every day just going around. Right. I think it makes it a more polite society here, and leave people alone, and don't go after people in their cars. And if you go sure. after someone who's in their car whether they're by themselves or with their family or whatever it is, what happens to you is your own it, damn fault.
2: It's so simple. Yeah, I learned to with people. Mm-hmm. I learned a long time ago during the, the riots when Reginald Denny got pulled out of his semi mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. down the block. That was in
0: the, and, the, the 90s one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, he had a
2: fiery extinguisher on his head. And, you no, know, now see, he so as a
0: kid in New York, I saw that. People. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a kid in New York, mm-hmm. I saw that during those riots and I cried. I was like, what, why did they do this to this guy? What did this guy do to them? What did this Nothing. guy have to do with the cops uh, and the situation that happened with Rodney King, except he was white? Like, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, if, there's, if, there's if a black if guy deal. does something to, to someone in a white community and white people find the first black guy and oh, wait a second, that's something really horrible. We don't want to do Then We don't want to yeah. do that to any human being.
2: You know, That was a weird time There's as a there. kid watching that. It was just weird to see it. I got to see that, and then I watched the uh that bank robbery live in downtown L.A. where mm-hmm. they were had those machine guns and they had all that body armor on, and nobody. And could it was stop like the, the movie body.
0: Heat. Yeah,
2: yep. I thought it was a movie. It was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Cops had yeah. no. Was that the FBI that that tried to help too, or no? The FBI that was the FBI shooting was in Miami. The, yeah, that
2: one. Ball but saw- yeah, they. Yeah, they that-
1: they were ill prepared. They had Boss, like revolvers, the one,
2: they had revolvers and shotguns yeah. and these yeah. guys were just mowing them down. Yeah. Completely ill prepared.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Boss Hog is uh, he says is smashing Houston cuz I live in Spring. So there you Oh, go.
2: nice. I'm in Spring myself. Boom,
0: you guys are neighbors. Connection made. Neighbors, good people.
2: Yeah. Who, who um, said that? Boss Hog Boss good Hogg. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Boss good Hogg's dude. a
0: nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, you know, if just in case you're wondering, if all of a sudden the dude named Boss Hog Starts knocking on the
2: door. What's <laughs> weird is when I go to Academy now, I was there with my kids, and um, this guy's like, what's up, Smash Time? And now my daughter, and like, oh. She six, she tells everyone I'm a famous YouTuber. I'm like, please stop awesome. saying that.
0: That's so
2: <laughs> <funny."> <laughs> she really tells all her friends in school,
0: I'm like, please stop. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's awesome. No, that's fantastic. Not really. Yeah, a, I love her so to death. Yeah, I don't know who Robert Vick is. Robert Vick says, "Who is Babyface and who is Hank Strange?" So you want to answer that? Question?
2: Oh, Robert Vick's my buddy. He's a good oh, dude. Okay. He's one
0: of my yours. Awesome, awesome. Shout out to him. B- Babyface. Who and this are is you?
2: just water, by the way. By the... No, everyone cool. kept asking in I mean, the chat, uh, they're like, yeah. "What is that?"
0: Yeah. Just water. <laughs> you know. I
1: had a uh, I had another big nose tonight. Um, this is a Swamphead Brewery is a local local place oh hold on come on camera there you
0: go yeah you tried to get lola to drink this thing she it was too hoppy for her yeah i
1: don't know what um, you're
0: doing yeah you try to i thought lola lola likes mixed drinks she doesn't like beer right yeah
1: likes yeah. a good whiskey sour she's a classy lady she's not yeah. a beer drinker
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um let's see oh here's another thing american gun chick is out there she says hey it's smash he was training in bay next to my last class uh, I was hosting a few weeks ago also. Oh, yeah. Woot, woot. It's a
2: small world. So yeah. I was out there with that Greg performance shooting. And then he goes, hey, man, is your friend next door? I'm like, oh, oh she's like a, a famous YouTuber. I'm like, oh, it might be that American <laughs> gun chick. He goes, yeah, that's her. I'm yeah, going, oh, oh man, what a small world.
0: You didn't go over there and introduce yourself to BrickHell? She's cool. She's yeah. Oh,
2: man. She, well, we well, chatted a wait, wait, little wait, bit on. Stop.
0: She's not easy. She's easy to talk. Got <laughs> <laughs> to correct yourself. Well,
2: man. We had <laughs> chatted a little bit on IG, and <laughs> uh-huh. uh, she's super cool. But then, uh, you know, she was all business, man. She was out there with her team, and she was training. And I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I'd bother her like during a break, but she was focused.
0: So, yeah, American Gun Chick is focused, so you they're, know. They're in don't the, let the cuteness don't let the cuteness fool you. She will. They're she in will that general area, now, aren't you. for a while, aren't they? Yes. Uh, yeah, her and Joe were trying to get me to uh, come out to that area when I saw them when I was in Texas. Texas is pretty nice, man. I was man. like, mm, okay, I Texas think, is the best. Yeah, I think other than Austin, I, I, think, I think they were trying to set me up like I would wake up and then I'm in like a bathtub with ice missing kidneys.
1: Last time uh, I was on business in Austin, that was a
2: whole Austin world. is weird. Austin is the only city in Texas you'll see more than three Priuses in a parking lot. Uh it's,
1: it's it was awful because. They uh, – it's funny. Uh, most of the people mm-hmm. – I was there for business, so I didn't have a car. I flew out of mm-hmm. uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Most of the Uber drivers I had are long-term Austin residents, and all of them complained constantly about how Google and Apple and all of them have moved in and taken over. Mm-hmm. and the, the, the local populace is getting pushed out. House, housing prices are way up. Homeless population is everywhere. Yeah. It was just
0: booming. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so someone says that my mic boom, Roddy thirty seven. Hank, your mic boom is up, can barely hear you. Um, hey, you sound fine to so me. If, yeah, let well let me know for the folks out there whether or not you can hear me. Uh, he Loud says your mic is not working, so you guys let me know whether or not. Somebody's the screwing phones. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Um you guys can let me Okay, Boss Hog is now putting out his address. Boss Hog, don't put do out Do not address. do that uh, Luetta Road. Oh, <laughs> actually, Luetta's a pretty long road, so I don't know. Yeah. um, You know, you don't want shady people like American gun chick rolling up on you, showing street. up at your front door. Yeah, yeah she'll no. be out there making a music video. Yeah. <laughs> your times of the night. In your front yard. You be, be <laughs> careful. <laughs> oh,
2: um, no, they're both on Luetta. Oh, <laughs> boy. oh,
1: God, they just made another connection. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah,
0: probably neither one of them is. Uh, you is, know, I, I, I have a, have
1: like rough parts of town or something. Mm-hmm.
2: So I yeah, described my uh, house to, uh, on my chat and I actually someone found it on Google Maps and told me where I that's live. I creepy. Like, that's no, yeah, creepy. No, he's actually a really cool guy. But I was like, wow, that was weird. You, yeah. did, but, did
1: you just describe what it looked like or how did how much detail? No, because
2: I did my very first live. I was in the backyard and I just had a camera on a, a fire. And they're just chit-chatting with people, hanging out, you know. And Mm -hmm. um, So I have this big fire pit. Now everyone's going to go on Google Earth and look for my house. So I had this Mm -hmm. big fire pit, and he's like, yeah, I found it. I'm like, oh, cool. That's some creepy shit. They just were
1: like, oh, look for the house with the fire pit.
0: (laughs) I think any of us (laughs) are easy to find and, you know, technology and stuff like that. Yeah, just go to Academy Monday, Wednesday,
2: Friday. I'm right there
0: yeah so does I mean, academy <laughs> does academy like um do they take care of you man because you're bringing people into the store you're advertising them yeah they, you gotta be yeah. you're getting famous do they, now do they help f- you out with this at all are they friendly to you no
2: i mean they i can sneak a camera in there once in a while but no one i haven't reached out to anybody at academy
0: now oh you so, want to. so the people a who work life. in the store don't realize you're doing videos in there or? oh yeah
2: some of them do yeah well, there's like we know all the managers by name i brought them donuts one day
1: Okay, okay. Oh, that, that's a good thing. Because then you start yeah. getting text messages of, hey, Ammo, showing up at 7 a.m., get over here.
2: Well, I, can't, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Yeah, guy. exactly. I know how that like. it. But from works. my house, I, I can go to probably four academies within the hour, maybe yeah. five. Yeah. And, wow. Yeah, it's, we are spoiled in Houston as far as ammo. I know the rest of the nation is still hurting really bad, and there I feel are, bad. But um, there are, so, so, Houston, um, I'm, we're doing all right.
1: I'm in Gainesville. Hank's outside of Gainesville in an even smaller town. But mm-hmm. there are times where I came from Tampa, which is a pretty big city, and there are times that I miss big city living, where you have stuff like that. Like I could go to four different academies mm-hmm. in no time.
2: Oh, yeah. but then you
1: like I go home to visit my parents, and the traffic is terrible. People are rude. I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I miss it that bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I picked up. Uh-huh. Let's see. I picked up. Uh, let's see. Some, uh, let's see some ammo here before we get. Two, I
2: picked up six nice. of these last week. <sighs> so two easily.
0: So Easily. How, what did that box go for? $64. Oh, okay.
1: It's not a bad price. That's mm-hmm. a little above pre-pandemic.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, Blazer, it's uh, this 9 millimeter. I think this is the 124 is 18, 1850. Which, mm-hmm. that's... you know, I miss the days of it being uh, 1099 and not uh, 999. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: in, in 10 time,
1: 10 I think in time it will come back down. It's just how long Ooh. is that going to take with the I rhetoric so. going on? We'll
0: see. Yeah, I did, It did. I mean, would,
1: remember during um, Smash, were you into guns during the, just after the Sandy Hook stuff? Twenty yeah. thirteen.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. I remember that. Remember those times were terrible trying to get stuff, mm-hmm. and it came back down. All it right. just took time, which I think is going to happen again. It's just going to take a long time, and with the rhetoric continuing, who knows how long that will be? Because every time I rhetoric don't... pushes, people go, "Oh, I got to buy ammo."
2: People are so conditioned to pay the extra price, though. Like mm-hmm. academies raised their price five times since the you know pandemic, and people are glad to pay it because at least we're not paying thirty dollars a box. I was in Atlanta mm-hmm. doing my walk around, and some of these stores had eighty-five dollars a box for forty-five. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: There, uh, this I do a lot of reloading, and I've been without primers for a while. I started following a reloading uh, Discord where they post deals as they come in and i, I picked mm-hmm. a powder at a really good price i'm happy with that but like today primers came back in stock at a couple different places a normal box of primers for anybody out there who doesn't reload a normal price for a box of primers a thousand primers should be about 35 bucks mm-hmm. that was a good price they came in on stock of midway today for 75 dollars and i could have bought some Ooh. but i'm just like do i really need them that bad to pay like two here's a, a
0: question price? but are a wow. price is ever going to go back to pre- uh, pandemic no. levels they they, no, I, I think don't they think will. they will I don't think they're gonna go all the way down there. These I got guys have lunch. built in. They've built I got a
2: thing. steak, I got a Texas steak dinner baby face Pete. Oh I boy. Will bet you by the end of 2021 they will still be at least twenty percent higher.
1: I no I'm with you there. there. No I, I'm with you there. I don't think it's gonna be during the Biden administration it's gonna be hard for prices to come down. It, mm-hmm. 2024, if a Republican gets in that is truly pro-gun or at least not anti-gun, I think prices will settle back in. It, it really depends on what happens in the next year because they, they're pushing hard to get things passed right now. I well, you
2: know, like, the thing that he could do easily without anything is just ban the imports of ammo and firearms from different countries. Ah, he could do that with a stroke of a pen I, and there's nothing you could do about it.
1: Yep, absolutely. Why didn't
2: he do that? That's the low-hanging fruit. The, the,
1: the problem is the next administration, even if a Republican does get in, that's probably not going to be their first. I think thing that's on, on the list. books. I Which think that's help.
0: on the books for them. They're afraid to go too mm-hmm. far because I think yes, at some point here, we are going to get this to swing back. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we'll get uh, you know President DeSantis or something like that. Uh, I would love it. Know. He's been doing good here. The, the, here's the problem. Your guys, your
1: guys, governor in Texas has been pretty awesome too. He's all and, right, and and the uh, the attorney general has been pushing back a lot.
0: Yeah, the mm, thing he's is, he's all right. Is, I think a lot of these companies you know they built in because remember look the companies have to they get have to get more machinery hire more people and all that kind of stuff they're not going to come off those prices easily because they have they have to do that to compensate for the for the ramp up that they had to do which we want them to do so that the prices do come down but going back to pre-pandemic is when we have a when we have too much in the system that's, that's what's going to happen. see though. that, yeah. I think but that's. We're, but we're that, not going to see that for a while. No. We're not going to see no. too much in the system no. for at it's least like, long the next time. year. We won't see too prices, much in the
1: system. Prices have come down. I think people have gotten to the point where they have just blown their load too heavily and are are uh, running out of money on spinning ammo. Because I noticed mm-hmm. uh, beginning right. of the year prices were people were paying upwards eighty five cents a round for five five six. Mm -hmm. if you catch the deals online when they go up you can now get them at 50 cents around 55 cents around which is still overpriced Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but
1: it's coming back it's going it's trending in the right direction oh man
2: we were Mm -hmm. buying sorry so this is a a popular one this winchester this started Mm -hmm. out for a buck 19 then it went to a buck 29 i think today was i buy this today or yesterday i bought two of these yesterday I think they were 135 a piece. That's expensive. But this is it's expensive, but I don't know, I'm shooting a lot this weekend and I don't want to go into my stash. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, no, no, no. If you I would rather shoot up new ammo than stuff that I have stashed away.
2: Plus, um, so I know I a lot of friends now that they've just what reached difference? their limit. I know a lot of people that are just like, "Hey, I've I've reached my my limit. I just buy what I shoot now and then mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. Like I'm doing an event um, this weekend and I need ammo to give away." or like raffles and stuff So mm-hmm.
1: it's it's gonna take time but i'm i'm confident it prices will come down in time and the the one problem that we have right now is a lot of new people in the market that don't know historic pricing and didn't know that just before the pandemic you could buy a thousand rounds of brass nine millimeter for 180 bucks off of palmetto state mm-hmm. you know people oh, weren't crazy. aware that that was cool. a thing Mm -hmm. those were the those were the days eight 180 for a a, a crate a case of ammo Mm -hmm. um and i do think we'll go back there it's just it it all unfortunately all depends on politics right now Mm
0: -hmm. night train says he bought that same box of winchester for 149 a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. oh wow um like i said houston we're spoiled yeah thank god for academy yeah see what happens (laughs) when we start talking about guns and we can't we can't even stop you can't stop talking. Oh God, about, it's already nine five. Yeah, we you know, gotta we gotta, gotta wrap it up. Awesomeness. Yeah. Um. I know there's uh. Let me see. There's a bunch of people out there. Shout out to Richard Monder. I see him out there. He's listening mm-hmm. to us from or watching us in England.
1: It's like 2 o'clock uh, in the morning. Yeah, the morning. jolly
0: old England. Um. Yeah, man. I I hope this. I really do hope this gets better. Um, we're going to have to make some changes in, I think, in order to really see that. Otherwise, it's going to stay like this because, yes, there's a lot of new gun owners that came online. And if you're a new gun owner and you hate these prices, uh, stop make buying. sure – yeah, think about your voting yeah. uh, practices also, please.
1: Think about right. your voting and stop buying. If everybody just chilled out, there would be a massive surplus. Prices would come mm-hmm. down. It's – it's. I mean the it's pure economics. The demand mm-hmm. is high. The price goes high. Like It's mm-hmm. just the way it is.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, this the, ammo, the, the thing that's really interesting about ammo, this is a place they could try to squeeze people off. But I think it, in general in America, there's a lot of ammo. Because I know people yeah. always say when we have these conversations about ammo, this is how they're going to shut us down. There is reloading, not if you can't get the primers. I hope companies right. in America start making more primers and stuff like that so that we can get that big compensation to come into this. Because right now people can't even do a lot of reloading, as Patrick is saying, because of what's happening. Um, but you know, I I do see how people can try to squeeze us out by by the ammo situation. But there's still a lot of ammo here. Just hopefully it doesn't start going the way of uh, Bitcoin stocks. And uh, right, I would play the race you know. card as
2: soon as they started banning cheap ammo. be like, hey, that's racist because that hurts.
1: It hurts hoarding. lower. Absolutely it hurts poor people, lower income yeah. people. I think we need to play
0: the race car with everything until they, they stop. It,
1: the left plays it on the right constantly. Yeah. So
0: yeah, maybe yeah, it's time right. for their own ends. Yes, that's that's what I think. <laughs> anyway, listen, this was a great conversation. I <laughs> hope I hope that you'll come back here, at Smash Time, and hang out. Oh, with
2: anytime. Us. This has been yeah. a blast.
0: Yeah, and um, and then hopefully, Lola's saying, "I wonder if greed and our stockpiling is adding to increase in price." Mm,
1: it happened back after 2013. I I don't know. I think people are hoarding for themselves. I don't.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of
1: people yeah. that are buying secondhand ammo like they did, yeah, uh, ten years ago. I think it's
0: years. just the, all the new gun owners that came in. So I, just, I agree. Yeah.
2: It, it, what and more? There's, do a, you, there's what, a lot of gun owners that are new that have big wallets. A friend of mine, you know, I was having dinner with him. And he's like, "Hey, I just bought five thousand rounds of uh two, two, three. Cool. How much you pay? Forty one hundred dollars. That's but that's he, nuts. He's got more. Money than time, and he doesn't know. He just got into the sport, and
0: that's a benefit. If you're the guy who bought ammo before when it was cheap, and you're selling it for that, good for you, man. You you know, uh, capitalism right
1: there. This is you know. What other proof do you need beyond the fact that even even lefties have during the pandemic, during the riots, have decided? Mm -hmm. "Ah, I think I want a gun in my house. You know, like what Mm -hmm. more proof do you need that Americans want their firearms? You know, they love their guns.
0: Yeah. Um, so a couple. So Lola, by the way, wants me to remind everyone that she puts ammo deals up on Lola's deals, so you guys can go check out Lola's deals. Oh, nice! And get some ammo deals out there. I know not everyone's gonna like that. If you're the guy who bought um, ammo for five bucks a box or something like that back in the, in the olden days, <laughs> I can't even look. <laughs> Those days my, are going for a while. Yeah, we we also had inflation. This is a. I know we need to get off the subject, but inflation, people. All these checks getting given out, and not really to the people, but the money that they're writing to other people, that's inflation. We're never going to see prices like we saw before. So, by the way, was it Armament and Axe's birthday or something like that? You can tell me I Armament know. and Axe's. I, I saw someone talking about a happy birthday or whatever there. So let me know if that's indeed the case so we can do that before we actually get out of here. Um, like I was saying just now, I hope that Smash Time, you come back and hang out with oh, us. Anytime. Yeah, man. If we're in Texas, we'll come out and see you. If if you're actually close to, um, if you're close to American Gun Chick and Boss Hog and all that, maybe we'll make a we'll make a thing out, thing out of it.
2: Oh man, I'll, I'll carry I'll carry the bags.
0: All right, awesome. Remember you said that when it comes time <laughs> when, when I come out with my bags, you're like, yo, get my bags. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. So here's what I want to do here um, to help everyone out. I'm going to start with Babyface P. Um tell the folks out there, Patrick, uh where they can find you, how they can support you, when your videos are going up, etc. Let's share that out with the people.
1: YouTube.com slash babyface p or Instagram is baby underscore face p. Uh, videos normally go up on Mondays. I need to I have a lot of stuff, so there might be some Friday videos coming out soon. Uh but yeah, mostly Mondays.
0: Okay, mostly Mondays. There you go. Make sure you guys um you know subscribe to Baby Babyface P here. I see the channel channels doing well, you know, people enjoying sure, nicely. The, yeah. the baby face P experience.
1: He got more to come. I have lots of projects. We're going to make more stuff. It's just a matter of wanting to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So now we'll, we'll go to Smash Time here and find out. I don't know whether or not it's Armin and Axe's uh, birthday or not. He's got to tell me here. But uh. so Smash Time, where can the people find you? How can they communicate with you? What social media are you on, et cetera?
2: Oh, I have an Instagram. It's well following Babyface P, he was so polished, man. It was so smooth. So if you want to find me on YouTube, just do uh like Smash Time ammo. Because if you just put in Smash Time, it's like a ballet company. You don't want to wanna, <laughs> you don't wanna yeah. do that one. Are you sure that's uh, then, not you? Are you sure? Well, you know, if yeah. the tights fit,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: and then as far as um, Instagram, it's Smash underscore time. Um and uh, yeah, reach out to me. I answer almost every single comment on my videos. I try to anyway, because if they're going to take the time out to comment, I'm going to try and take the time out to respond.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: a awesome. lot of fun. Come hang yeah. out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really do appreciate you coming on. Uh, we need to spend you know more time doing this. And, and uh, you know, I want to check out more of your stuff and all of that. I hope the folks out there will look into it as well. Um, and then you do you do um, your own kind of broadcast, right? You go live, right?
2: Yeah, I, I've been doing it. I've been having a good time. And that's actually how I found your channel is mm-hmm. uh, I, I interviewed a couple of people. And then I'm like, man, is anybody else doing this with two A people? And then, mm-hmm. man, Hank Strange is everywhere. So I was like, okay. let me check this eclectic <laughs> uh, gentleman out. Yeah, internationally
0: and, uh, known, locally accepted.
2: I got a lot of videos to catch up on.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: But it's funny because <laughs> it's here. never – All the ones I watch are really not 2A. They're just complete oddball subjects, and I love it, man. Yeah. People get tired of hearing the same old gripes. Yeah.
1: You do. You do. I I don't watch a whole lot of GunTube anymore. I subscribe to people just to kind of keep up with them, but...
0: Right. Yeah, it
1: gets it gets exhausting. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I try to keep it, up, and yeah, if someone's doing something different or fun, but yeah, mm-hmm. you want to unwind from this. So, but I still want to make sure that I'm out here, you know, helping the folks who are just coming into this, or even the folks who've been in it for a while, doing our part. I think when you help people, then the universe helps you. Right. So, Karma. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do here. Um, it wasn't it wasn't Armin and Axe's birthday. Happy birthday to whoever out there! It's your birthday. I don't know where I saw that or what happened.
1: It's somebody's birthday? guaranteed.
0: <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to someone. Uh, big thanks to Walther Arms. I'm going to go to the end and come back. And then Smash Tommy wants want you to hit, hit us with your words of wisdom as we go out. So I'm going to run the end in right now. All right, guys. I don't know what's why it's showing that crazy camera. Ignore that. But we're, we're, smash those thumbs ups ring the bell <laughs> that's so crazy I think that camera is on the floor or something mm-hmm. like that over here but we will rip the audio out of this that's, I completely forgot about that it's literally sitting on the table it's looking at a bag on the table <laughs> um, we'll rip the audio out of this and put it up on iTunes and all the other places you listen to audio uh, and we're enjoying everyone out there around the world listening to us Smash time hit us with some word of words of wisdom. Uh, I just
2: want to try and impart to you guys, build your local network because when all else fails, you have to rely on each other and you spend that time, you know, don't be shy at the range, talk to people, exchange numbers and, you know, go old school, build your local network because it will help you tenfold. Uh, Some of the best trades I've gotten have just been from other gun tubers or just gun people that, you know, they mm-hmm. they don't have those guns that take those calibers
0: and I do. So mm-hmm. build
2: your local network.
0: Yeah, you never know what you could trade with American gun check, man. When you're looking <laughs> for like a pink rhinestone gun, you know, or some pink rhinestone uh headsets.
2: <laughs> you never know,
0: right? You hit the jackpot over there. All right. Listen, uh, thanks to everyone for joining us. We really appreciate you guys. Hope you check out Babyface P and Smash Time. We are out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Thank you.